once again, a huge shout out to our massive supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM, Dick Donovan, the legend Kenny Baker, who's also a supporter on YouTube, Big Dog, and our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. Thank you very much for your support, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Ciao for now. One. And welcome to episode 68 of the Daisy podcast. We had a gap last week. Um, uh, apparently there was a big um, football game or soccer game or something like that. And someone, <laughs> someone was bringing it home and there was a big dive and a big controversy. And yeah, it doesn't really mean much to me. What about you, Marks? How you doing, mate? I'm doing good. You yeah, following the footy, well. mate? No, not at all. No. I couldn't tell you who's in it. What's it all about? I have no idea. What about you, lad? How you doing, mate? I'm doing all right. Yeah, just been busy as hell. Are you Are you following the football? Vaguely, vaguely. vaguely. Yep. Yes. Don't really care too much for football, but you know, if we beat Italy tomorrow, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I just realised. Hang about. Give me a second. I've got a. Um, Issue with um, Marx's face is um, partially cropped out in the. Um, <laughs> let me just minimise that a bit. Move that up. There I we go. You crop out the star of the show. <laughs> 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 that looks a bit better um, now. Yeah. It was. I was sitting there looking at you. You, you, you were like that meme with the you know, the little head peering over the wall um, <laughs> the, down the bottom of the uh, page there, mate. But yeah. <clears throat> So, not a lot happening um, uh, the last couple of weeks um, in the Daisy community. We did have a guest lined up, folks, um, but we backed out of the last minute because I didn't realise he was only 15. Um, and as keen as I was, because I was sitting there going, how fucking cool is that, man? There are teenagers playing this game who basically, you know, it, the game's um, half their age. And I was really, really keen to hear from Farlong. Um, but Twitch and YouTube especially can be very funny about having kids involved in um, mm. stuff. And I checked with you guys uh, in the EU, UK area, and Daisy is rated 18 plus over there. So um, very, very sorry, um, uh, Farlong. But, um, yeah, we just made the decision that it probably wasn't worth dicing with the algorithm and the YouTube powers and the Twitch band hammers and that and getting you on to talk about a game that is technically rated 18 um, as yeah. interesting as it would have been to hear a teenager's perspective on the game, I think that would have been absolutely fucking awesome to hear. Someone who, I think I, sorry, I think I started playing Daisy around that same age. Yep, as well. We all like watching Frank. It would have been Frankie back in the yeah. day. And, yep. And who else? I think Syndicate, the Syndicate Project, was playing it at that stage, and the good days. They were. They, yeah, I often refer to that time around when Daisy Standalone first started as well, as as buggy as the game was when it was first released. But, you know, you look back to the mod days as well, because I started watching, didn't really get to play the mod, but started watching the, all the mod yes. videos and that. And that, that was almost the golden age of Daisy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so many people um, came up and, you know, you had Mr. Blackout and Jam Jar and Mr. Moon and all the rest of them and, um, Psy Syndicate and all that doing the Survivor games and it was just oh, such a fucking golden age of DayZ, lad. It, it was. It, it really, really was. I, I remember like 
way back in 2012, 2013, you know, just about to get into college and used to watch Daisy, you know, Frankie and PC all the time. I think anyone who plays the game uh, what used to watch him. But I didn't actually start playing until about 2016. Yep. So I was only about nine, well, 19, 10, and 20, something about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all, all those like really awesome moments in like the early alpha and mod, I never experienced it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't but, experience yeah. the mod, I experienced the alpha. And mm-hmm. when, pe- when, when like, it's, it's always um, funny when console players complain about the game nowadays and it's like you have no idea how lucky you are to be playing that version of the game compared to what we had back in the alpha days oh yeah (laughs) now because we're going with new format now and the vods will be staying up um on youtube and that um we are going to incorporate a shout out to all of our lovely patreons we've got ashley prime kenny baker dick donovan jake snow um and also um red freedom um eric johnson thank you all so so much um and our one youtube uh, member as well um which is kenny baker as well i believe so thank you all so so much for your continued support of the show we've mixed up the format now um back in the day um uh, uh, Foxy and Brim in particular kept on telling me that I should start a separate channel for um, uh, the podcast um, on Twitch, and I was always like, "No, no, no! It'll be too much of a fuck around." And well, it was it was a fuck around. Um, I spent the <laughs> uh, the last week off um, trying to get everything working and that, but we are now doing that. Um, I, I need feedback from all you guys watching what the quality is like, um, but. At the moment, it appears to be going okay. I know there was a little bit of an issue with the um, uh, starting screen um, glitching out a bit, uh, but it appears to be okay. But we are now streaming on three platforms. We are on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook all at the same time, which is g'day, g'day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lad, you're getting your face out there, mate. Hello there. (laughs) Dance Jesus saying the quality is good on YouTube, so... Yeah, we'll wait until we hear back from someone about the Twitch feedback. But it's it's really clever the way that um, Streamlabs OBS do it. Yes, you've got to pay for Prime, uh, but I don't mind that. I don't mind paying for a service that I use. You know, uh, free stuff. They're usually milking all your information and selling you to marketing lists and all the rest of it. If you pay for it, well, there's the expectation that they um, won't be doing that. Dumpgrass says you're very pretty, mate. So I think you and him should get in the DMs later. Um, you can send him a link to your OnlyFans there, lad. He already has it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and the audio is nice. Oh, my God, that mm. is such a fucking relief to hear. Audio has been the bane of my existence on this show. It is just, yep. yeah, so glad that um, things are finally starting to uh, pop up a bit. G'day, Fluffy. G'day, Kafina. How you doing? So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start off with Mark. You had a bit of um bit of drama in the last week, mate, um, yeah. with your Just hacker. Yeah. Um, oh, where do you even start? <laughs> well, I'll go like this. I'll briefly explain what happened. So majority of my viewers on YouTube are console players, and a lot of them are obviously vanilla players. Yep. And so I was like i always usually only play the vanilla servers when a new update comes out i play the experimental for a day or two then i play the stable branch for a day or two just to see how everything goes and um i decided 
I was bored, didn't know whatever to do, and I thought of a video idea. And I was like, well, I can do this video idea on the official servers. It'll make it even more of a challenge. And the video idea was basically, I wanted to get geared up as most as good as possible. And when I finished getting geared up and hopefully didn't die, I would make my way down south and I would try and give my gear to some fresh spawns down the coast. Mm-hmm. Since the servers was wiping, it didn't really matter anyway. And I was yeah. like, it might make a fresh spawns day. It's kind of a feel-good video. Let's do it. So I spent, I, I was now certain it was four days recording this video. And I had so much footage. I had so much everything. And at the end of it, um, I die uh, three times in the space of two days to one hacker. And uh, the first time we were raiding his base, I explained it all in the video more often, but I'll just quickly skim over here now. He had he held me up on day one, and thankfully he didn't kill me, question me what I was doing. He was like, I'm the king of Pavlovo and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, I, don't, I already don't like this guy because he just said that. So I'm going to raid his base. And he accidentally said where his base was. It was just right next to Pavlovo, northeast of it, in a little yeah. farm area. And he had this place filled. One shed was completely filled with vehicles working. The next one was filled with tents, the really long wooden brown barns filled with tents. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to raid him. So I guess <laughs> well, the following surely, day, yeah. the following day, I guess some of my people from my discard in and we go raid him. We managed to raid the first shed with all the vehicles in it, get a vehicle out. And then we were able to use the other vehicle and the player to boost into the larger shed where all the tents were. So we were in there, we were, we were doing pretty well at this stage, and um, then all of a sudden, within a split second, I have this footage, but I don't have it on this PC, I have it on my other one. Mm-hmm. In a split second, all three of us die. Instantly. I don't know, there was no one around, nothing like that. We all just die instantly. We drop. And um, we're like, it was weird. And we weren't 100%, we thought it was a hacker, but we weren't 100% sure. We thought it might have been the car. Because stable servers, you know, vanilla servers and vehicles, not a good mix. As I would find no, out the following course. day as I died in a car as, <laughs> you know, anyway, long story. So this happened and it was really annoying. So we're like, whatever, kind of wrote it off a bit because I didn't really know what was going on. Then after dying to him, I run back to that spot as a fresh spawn to see was there anyone around. And uh, uh, there's uh, like a little laneway that goes down to the farming area and there's a little woodland in between us, between Pavlovo and this farm area. Very small. And I'm running through there and the next minute I, somebody says, I see you. And it was like right on top of me. And I look around the entire, like do circles around me. There was no one in the area. And I, no one in the area at all. And then a split second, he's right behind me. I was like, okay, that's, that's, that's just weird. And yeah. He was like, F5, are you going to die? F5, are you going to die? And I knew the second he spoke, it was the same guy that held me up the day beforehand. So I was like, okay, this is sus. Is this, so, so this is the actual encounter here that we're looking at on the screen this, now? This the is the one encounter the, here, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because that sounds familiar and, to me, yeah. Yeah, well, this is the one where I was like, okay, he's definitely hacking. This is the last event before I made this video and stuff. So he killed me. I tried to run off and he shot me as a fresh spawn. And I was like, okay, it's just stupid. So. I leave it there. The following day, I go live, stream on YouTube, and I'm like, right, I'm going to stream this and see what's going on. And thankfully, I had some viewers who played on vanilla PC as well 
and were able to and had like gear on it. They're fully geared and they had grenades. And in vanilla, you need grenades to be able to raid bases. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, if you have any grenades, meet me and Pavlova. We'll all go and raid this base together. We raid the base, wipe it out completely. We destroy all the tents, all the walls, everything. Get rid of it all. Because you knew that this is the hacker's base or suspected hacker's base at the time. And, um, Lose it up. Everything's going great. I'm like, this is going to, this video's going to be one of the best I've ever done so far. And I'm like, okay, so we then he- make our way down south. Uh, we go into China. We find a fresh spawn. We give him an AK. He says, thank you. I'm like, no problem. Keep going along our way. And this is Chernogorsk uh, military, just as you're kind of coming into Chernobyl. And we're walking up here. If you go, buddy, if you skip into the video, you'll see the full encounter. Um, about should see it down a bit. I uh, just keep scrolling and I'll tell you. There, there. Back up, back. About five minutes. There, right there. So you'll see here now. Yeah, go to five minutes and just so uh, I can show you, I'll leave it play up a bit, right? So running up here, everything is perfectly fine. And I'm like, okay. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. I was like, we're actually going to, this video is going to work. We're going to find a load of fresh spawns and we're going to, everything's going to work well. And as you'll see now here now in a second, right? Walking up here. And I come out this gate. Mm-hmm. And you'll see something will happen. Bang. I, get shot. I get shot. From what seemed like you'll see it now. You'll see. Yes. I get shot. And we're like, what the hell? Where in the name of God did we just get shot from? There was no one around us. It was a single shot. There was no one around us. That snipe, that shot was so quiet. It... It sounded like it could have been five, six hundred meters away. So there's a couple of high rise buildings around, like industrial ones around. I yep. searched all of them. I had a pioneer with an ACOG, searched all of them. No one anywhere near it whatsoever. I'm like, okay, this is this is weird. And so I had two other uh players with me at the time that were from my stream. The guy standing next to me and a guy that was a little further back. Well, the guy that's further back that's not on screen at the moment was being shot at and he ended up dying just before right. those gates. Out of nowhere, we had no idea where he was being shot from. And then all of a sudden, the teammate in the ghillie there goes, I see the guy, or here, I think he said he hears him. And he was right behind these, like, uh, sandbags, or supposedly, that's where the voice was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, F5, are you going to die? Put your hands up, you're going to die. Last chance, put your hands up, you're going to die. And shoots my teammate, and then I run over, I'm like, are you hacking? I ask him, are you hacking? You're hacking, aren't you? And he, yeah. he wouldn't respond back. so I run over to see if I can try and kill him and there's no one there and I get gunned down so and I'm still alive at this point as well the whole stream sees it and that it just really really annoyed me that Um, Mm -hmm. really annoyed me especially when you're spending that long grinding and grinding and grinding to get all this stuff to do all this stuff and then for it to be gone in an instant because a hacker who's really bad at the game decides to cheat for whatever reason doesn't make sense so uh yeah it was really annoying and i went on to twitter about it i put took a screenshot of the server information i was like don't go on the server there's hackers on it all this stuff and um then i, I was still really annoyed about it like a day later and i said screw it i'm gonna make a video on this because i really want to talk about it yeah of course yeah i did not expect the video to get the amount of views or feedback or anything that it was meant to get <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't. Um, I thought it'd be a video. I chat about it. I didn't think it would do well at all. 
and it just exploded way more than I thought it was. Uh, I posted mm-hmm. it on Facebook. It exploded on the Facebook uh, Daisy community page. Um, Reddit as well went mad, and I was just like, okay, it's gone crazy. And so I upload that at midnight. I wake up the following morning to a message from Scotty because I had told Scotty, messaged Scotty like a day or two beforehand, but it was on a weekend, so he was off and he didn't see the message until that day. And then I got a message from Daisy, the official Daisy Twitter account, saying that um, the producer of the game wanted to have a chat. And I was like, yeah, no worries. And so we had a talk. And I won't discuss what we said in the DM because there's some private stuff there. But he said um, obviously that since the pandemic, hacking has you know, become a bit more crazy because you know people have nothing really to do and all this stuff. So um, that they have banned a lot of accounts since uh 2020 like tens of thousands and, wow um, and uh so i was like okay that's kind of crazy i didn't realize it was that bad and so he asked for um server information the rough time of when the incident happened and footage of the incident and so i uploaded that clip it was a six minute video of the entire incident unedited on youtube it's unlisted so nobody can see it sent it to him sent the rough time all this stuff, and uh, a day later, he said that the the person who killed me, the account was under investigation. And then uh, yesterday, yeah, you think it's yesterday? I woke up to a message saying that the hacker had been uh, banned, and that the the producer of the game did say that when he saw the footage, he sounded like he did. Even from that, he said it was a bit weird. They said like it wasn't next to me, so he was definitely doing something. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm guessing they monitored, monitored it for a day and then realized that they were uh, hacking and so ended up getting banned. But yeah, it's... Um, and I was... I asked in here and, and stuff like, is there any way to ban or report a cheater? Because I didn't want to make the video. Yeah. And so I was just going to be... I thought maybe there'd be a way on BI's website or something to be able to report on. But there is no report function for the official servers unless you contact... Um, what's it called? What's the answer? Feedback tracker. No, not even a feedback, feedback tracker. And there's BattleEye. BattleEye. They said you have to contact BattleEye themselves to get this player banned. So I was like, I really don't want to go through that hassle. Doing this stuff. is this is the issue now. Uh, like Dumpgrass said in comment, um, <clears throat> you know about um, it, we can't expect the dev team to be on hand to monitor this and oh, no, actually no. every single one of them. Um, and even in the um, if I go back to the Twitter post. You see, um, you know, Paul, the running man, saying, I don't agree the devs should have admins for servers dealing with hack reports. But what, what are we meant to... Uh, just a quick question. DOJ, I'm um, on the new channel, mate. Uh, you need to go to twitch.tv forward slash 878survivorfm um, for the Twitch uh, stream now. Um, it's not Boydy73 anymore for the podcast. But, yeah, going back to this, the current system, Battle Eye... Yeah, uh, I, I'm talking out of my ass here. I, I don't know um, bloody uh, anti-cheat software that well, but I've never really heard great things about BattleEye. I've never really heard great things about any of the um, uh, you know the system uh, anti-cheat software. Um, generally, you know, the accepted norm is that it's uh, better uh, playing the community servers because the communities manage it themselves. 
But yeah, and uh, when there's and hundreds of these community, sorry, these uh, uh, public servers out there, you know, what's the point of having them if there's not going to be a, a decent system for people to be able to report potential hackers? So I got a lot of people saying that in comments. Why don't you just play community? And I'm like, I do play community. I play community more than official, you know, 10 times over. But at some point as well, I feel like, can I not, like the server, the official servers are there for a reason to be played on. Am I not allowed to go back and enjoy mm-hmm. these official servers? Maybe maybe I don't want to play in a community server where there's admins and stuff. I don't, you know, maybe I just want to go back and try just pure Daisy. I know that people say there's vanilla Daisy servers in community boards, but there's always something that makes them not 100% vanilla. So I'm like, yeah. I just want to go back and experience pure vanilla and see what everybody else has to deal with since the majority of my audience plays in there. And people just didn't understand it. And yeah, I got shit for that. But And then as well, with um, people saying that um, devs shouldn't be admin and stuff, I don't think the devs should be. I, I never mentioned that the devs should have admins or anything. I just said there needs to be a way to be able to at least report a person for it. And the running man's had this conversation with me as well. And he was like, it'll be very mm-hmm. tricky to um, do that because everyone and anyone reporting anything. And I was like, I, I agree with him there. And I was like, if there was some way where you could only report, if you had solid ev- evidence, like video evidence or something like that to, you know, um, make your, but then, it, but then it becomes um, a thing yeah, of yeah. Um, who's going to review all that evidence. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean vanilla yeah. servers have always, always been an issue and, and they always, will be and you know it's 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 very difficult to kind of police that kind of system there, there are vanilla um community servers i know spaggy servers all mm-hmm. of them are just purely vanilla they they don't change a bloody thing which is great so if you want a community if you want a vanilla experience while having the aspects of it actually being policed properly play indoor servers for sure yeah, um i, might I, have to, yeah. I mean i mean Sometimes we all. How many people know that? How many people know that that's an option out there? Most people, you know, there's an expectation that when you buy a game and you play on the servers provided by the company that makes that game, that those servers are going to be policed somehow. And the anti-cheat software is clearly, yeah, it's 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 this way with everything, with viruses and uh, ransomware and fucking malware and spyware and all the rest of it. They're always a step behind the people creating this stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, this is you know, hmm. so it, it's, it's a complicated matter. It is a very very complicated matter and I, yeah. I and I do hope that in the future that the dynamic changes, but considering how it is and Battle Eye is a little bit of a it's good, but it's not as good as people say. Um there's there's no way that it's going to catch every single person because there's always new ways of people getting around like the different systems that the Daisy devs implement or battle eye updates to but i'm i'm hoping in the future that more attention gets put into it and as i was saying off off um, when we went live is that there's a reason why 1.13 is updating official servers but with community ones you don't have to it's because of the amount of hackers and the amount of like dupers, especially on console. D- duping has always been really bad on console. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm, I do hope that in the future it does get fixed. It does change. But we'll just have to see. 
when it comes down yeah. to it. We'll just have to see what and, happens. Um, as well, just so people know, I made my update video then after that, mm-hmm. um, announcing that the release date for one thirteen and stuff. And in that, they were saying that they are shutting down a load of oh yes um, official servers. There's a mm. huge list of um, that they are shutting down because they see more people are immigrating towards community servers which is a good thing. So it means less servers and hopefully it means it'll bring more people together. And I mean, I hope it'll make stuff easier to monitor <clears throat> when, you know, less now, servers. this is a good segue. This is a good segue because with them doing that, what is the support going to be for modded servers in the future? Um, we've talked about this in the past. Um, lad, you'll be able to talk about it quite a bit. Marks and I really only have experience from being the player side of uh, an update. Um, yeah. But many a community server has said that the changeover to a new patch is always awkward. It's gotten better of late, from what I understand. But yeah. has has there been any changes announced for the way they're going to be doing that going forward if they're putting more emphasis on community servers? I mean, from what I've seen in the patch notes, the the updates in, in, in terms of the modding side, it's been relatively good. But every single update, no matter how good and how good they streamline the process for mods, mods always break. And even in XDK, we've, we've already been contemplating, be like, are we even going to be able to open our next alpha test on time? Because we also rely on a few modders on, on their content for our server for now. And it's it's always a very tricky process. Way back when Modern first came, oh my fucking god, that was ballistic. Horseshit. But they did take the community feedback from modders about the, about the whole thing, and it, it has gotten better and has got better, but it's not quite perfect yet. The, the problem is, is that there's a lot of things under the hood that the devs change and they don't tell people yes. about. Yes. And I just, I really, yep. really wish that they would be a bit more transparent about that. And, you know, I, I hope, you know, because you've said before that the DayZ devs sometimes tune in. So I, I do hope that they hear me. Be more transparent, please. <laughs> now, I want to quickly it, jump it, it, back yeah. to something, though. Um, Mark, you agreed to a comment by Zom2006 in chat there. Official service yeah. hardware seems to be outdated. They're lagging hard yep. once the server is close to full. That's an interesting comment. Yeah, so I we experienced that on the exact same live stream. Server was full, and it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Um, I met the dumb idea of trying to get into a car and drive one. I died in the car. It nudged off a barn door. I mean, nudged, ruined the car entirely, and it kills me instantly. And I was like, okay, we won't touch cars again. And yes. But even walking around, like, it, it was really, really bad. So I'm um, guessing they would just be renting servers, not using dedicated servers. Honestly, I don't know the, how it works. They do use dedicated servers, but the problem is it's how Daisy handles in a server-side aspect. Now, from my understanding, in any other modders or server owners in the in the in any of our chats can correct me, Daisy servers only run on a single core performance. Um, and because of that, their servers might not be as good as, say, like other games out there. And because of that, when servers uh, get more full, they get more populated, obviously the server FPS will drop. And when it gets to a certain level, 
things start getting like they start spiraling out of control which is why you'll find better performance in some community servers compared to vanilla hmm. once that fps to that certain number things start going haywire especially vehicles like you'll find that when you join an empty server or a low pop server especially in vanilla you'll drive in a car no problems at all maybe a few hitches here and there but that's just because of your normal desync but as soon as that pop goes up and that fps goes down that's where the issues lie and mm. it's very hard to tackle stuff like that because it not only affects vehicles, it affects, um, you know, characters' inventory, it just affects characters in general and various stuff like that. So it's it's a very, very hard issue to tackle. And yes, whereas taking more servers offline might help mitigate some aspects, it won't solve it completely. The network side needs to be completely, I wouldn't say completely redone, but it does need a lot more attention. I know the devs were talking about it earlier this year that they're going to focus on stuff like that. And I just hope that they actually keep to their word because the networking side and the server side and getting everything up and running, it needs improvement. It needs to be more. It needs to be, it needs to use the resources they have a lot better for sure. Yeah, pretty much everyone in chat was agreeing with you, mate. One core and mm -hmm. sounds correct. Um, Dumpgrass saying that RAM makes up for that. Um, it does, yes. See, this is why I'm glad we've got um, uh, a modding genius um, on the show now, uh, Mark. I, I, that, yeah. none, none of that stuff makes any sense to me. Mm -hmm. It's like cores and RAM and you know, everyone knows how bad I am with this sort of stuff. But, yeah, so that's that's actually very, very interesting to hear that um, what I did the official servers don't play as good as the community servers. I, I put, if you want to have a look at it in the team podcast agenda, I did put a timestamp and a link mm -hmm. to the live stream where it like, and you'll see just the, the characters and we're just skipping around the place. And it, even though I was getting fine FPS, it felt like my FPS itself was just not there. Um, yeah. So if you got two hours, 10 minutes, 30 seconds, yeah, into I can that, see it already. Um, it's, it's fairly. Apparently, somebody was saying. It is uh, pretty rough. But, like, you'll see it here now in a second when I just... Yeah, it's right there. You'll see, like, these characters and everything just skipping all over the place. And it's just... It's, re it's really, really bad. And it was... It got bad towards the end of the server restart. But then when the server restarted, it was kind of fine again because it refreshed everything. We see the way, like, that player and stuff is just yeah. skipping everywhere. So, it, it, nightmare drive cars on. I wouldn't even try it. Um, That's pretty um ordinary that cars don't even work see I've, I've been um a defender in the past when it comes to cars and said you know well i play on uh, community servers that are well run and i generally don't have an issue with cars um it's when you go on these servers with mcmansion bases and you know 1001 different mods and batmobiles and god knows what else that you have problems but to find out that vanilla daisy servers are struggling with cars that makes the car situation worse than i realized it was to be honest mm. <laughs> yeah a yeah. lot of stuff like that can really um impact the server even like community servers oh. like especially mods that are not optimized that well um like there'll be there'll be some mods like in terms of so to explain this i have to explain how lod's work so your LOD, which means level of distance, it kind of means like how it'll look depending on your distance. So if something's really close mm -hmm. to you, it's very highly detailed. It's got a lot of stuff to it. But the further you get, 
the more poor it looks to save in performance. And the way that's supposed to work, it's not meant to be noticeable, but daisies. For, is, that's so, in trees- layman's term, that would be bushes. When you look at a bush from yeah. a distance, like I was watching someone stream the other day and they saw a barrel in a bush because the leaves hadn't rendered in at the distance. Then when you it's get up closer to it, it looks like you, you could barely <laughs> see the barrel because everything's rendered in. So, that's what, that's what you're talking about here? Exactly, yes. Okay. And some modders, from what I've seen, they don't tend to do their LODs perfectly fine. So when you have an unoptimized model that's really highly detailed, it'll affect your performance when you get into that network bubble. And when that happens, especially if that item is an inventory, like it has an inventory and it's got more unoptimized stuff, it really fucking drags down the performance and it's it's an absolute it's it's a piss take and it can cause client crashes in in really extreme cases server crashes oh the lag then in fact, mm-hmm, and i've i've actually had yeah. to help a popular server the hideout with a lot of their um well a few of their weapons but a lot of their optics because their optics were on unop- they were unoptimized because the last person didn't do a good job and it, they used to cause a lot of server crashes. Now they don't because they've op- they're optimized and a lot of attention's been put into it. And it 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 as long as people actually know what they're doing in terms of like trying to save on performance and and stuff like that, the server issues might not be as bad. But again, it does depend on server to server. You know, one community server might have the best hardware possible. Another server might just be a rented server. Okay, like well, so we're, we're, we're doing something here that I'm going to completely switch our uh, direction here. We're doing something that we've been accused of uh, in the past and we've tried to rectify. But if it's this bad for PC servers, how fucking bad is it for console? They don't have fucking custom servers. <laughs> Um, with custom mm. hardware and dedicated and all the rest of it. Aiden John's just written in comment, there's only a couple of decent community servers on PlayStation, and it just made me wonder, with all of these issues, what's it like for those poor buggers? I mean, you also have to take into consideration for the console. At the moment, they are using very dated hardware, and Daisy's mm. not meant to run on that kind of hardware, and it's always mm. been an issue. Like, when yeah. Daisy first came out for consoles, a lot of people were surprised. Like, how's that going to work? Not only in terms mm. of, like, functionality, but in terms of performance. And it shows already. Like, I played um, Daisy on an OG PS4 and a Xbox, um, Xbox One. One Slim, and their performance was just... Oof. It it was Terrible. like playing it was like playing Daisy on ha- the highest settings on a entry level PC. It was rubbish. It was terrible. The one but thing that thing. that sorry to cut you off, lad, but the one thing that oh, no, drives me mad about the console version of Daisy is the screen tearing. I don't yes. know if you see it in video. Oh my god, it's sick! <laughs> it's sickening. The amount yes. of screen tearing they get in that game is unbelievable. Unreal. We've, we've got two yeah. um, fairly uh, regular console players in chat. We've got Scalespeeder and Don Sibley, um, mm-hmm. who both play a lot of Daisy on uh, Xbox. Um, Scalespeeder is pointing out we don't have mods to screw things up, but I'm more interested <laughs> in the vanilla version right now. Like, you know, we're yes. talking about the issues that, you know, we're seeing with Marx's performance here playing on a vanilla, uh, sorry, public server. Um, and what you were talking about with vehicles. 
Um, and yeah, it, it's I, I'm I'm genuinely very interested to hear. Um, you know, if it's this bad, yeah, I I don't know. On I'm, the extreme end, yes, it can be very very bad. But in terms of a like a, an average, it's okay. But it's it's very hard to tackle, obviously, on our end because there's nothing much that we can do. It's it's more like what the DZ devs and what their they, their network guys can do at the end of the day. So, I'd be very interested to know what hardware they're running for these public servers and whether they're going to oh, yeah. increase the quality of it, um, yeah, to you know lift the quality or the experience, um, yeah. Buddy, if you go to that video and go to an hour. One hour, eight minutes, uh, 30 seconds around that general area. You'll see where I die in this car and you'll see what the vehicles are like. So it's just, it's, it's at about one, just before nine. I'm, I'm turning the volume up see. so we can see. But it has... oh, so you'll already you can see. Tell I already. I, oh, that's, that's warning signs. Get out, get out. I was like, <laughs> we, we were desperate to, to get into this thing. And I've never been in a car that drove this bad before, even on community service. It was undrivable i've never experienced this before until say it was undrivable it was crazy oh yeah they're very, they're very bad uh, i mean so it's, it's 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 like you know when you take this into consideration and then you have like some servers like community servers yeah. which are very high pop they got like 120 it's right here there's a reason why it's not stable at all yeah there's a reason why they say we don't comp vehicle related stuff because of and stuff like the... this, if this, if this, if this okay. happens on a vanilla server that's maxed out what? at sixty players, just imagine what it's like uh... in a hundred and twenty pop, you know, server that's maxed out. It's ridiculous. How did it's that ridiculous. kill you? Like you said, how did that kill you? <laughs> Don't know. And it it instantly destroyed the car as well. I was waiting to see so the car go like you know flipping through nice. the sky, yeah. or it yeah. just bumped into a wall, and the next thing the car's fucking. Dead and you're dead. It was. It tapped the wall. It did like. It's it, 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 yeah. It left me speechless. It was. It was. It was funny now looking back at it, but then I was like, Jesus, this is. Yeah, yeah. Scarsby yeah. is saying in chat, we have fun in other ways on console. We just avoid cars. Um, I'm guessing, True. yeah. Yeah. But that is. Yeah. You know, wow. That. And this is just yeah. a pure public pure server. Vanilla. With public no public. mods, how many people no. were online? Do you know? Full. It was full. There was a queue of about four people to get into it. Uh, full. Yeah. Um, but when you say what full, I did notice, what's the population for a um, sixty? Sixty. Okay. Sixty. Yeah. <laughs> so what I also did notice as well, if I think it's in this update coming, they've decreased the spawn items of car parts. In this update coming, which I think is a kind of a little like nudge to say, don't go near the cars. You're not going to like it. So I think that might have something to do with it. But I think in this update, they are um, reducing the spawn parts of cars mm -hmm. on servers, which is a good thing. Can you do dedicated servers for console? Mm -hmm. You can. Um, I'm pretty sure, yes, you can. I mean, I'm not well versed in the console aspect of DayZ, unlike, you know, Don Sibley here. But, um, yeah, you can get your own uh, console servers, but the, in terms of, like, what you can do with them, it's still very limited. 
Um, but I, I, I could be wrong, you know, Don Sibley in chat. Hello. Um, you might, um, yeah. So as he says, then all through Nitrado, or I believe that's how I pronounce it. Yep. And from my recollection, their servers are not the best. That is straight up bad, yeah. Yes. Um, I, I literally, every time I hear about a Nitrado server, I always, I always hear people say they only rent one for testing mods and not for an actual community. Hmm. So, like, if, if you want a proper community, you get a dedicated server. You don't rent. Yeah. But you can't do that on console. So, mm. <coughs> so yeah. Aye, aye, aye. This, this <laughs> is, um, yeah, this is eye-opening. Like, you know, I've heard... A lot, and you just disregard it like, you know, come on, guys, fucking, you know, you're probably playing on a modded server, even on console where they've got extra vehicles and, you know, mega bases, but to hear that the vanilla standard of the game is still this bad with vehicles yeah, um, is, wow, wow. Wait, it's, on it's, a, it's it, go on, Mark, sorry. Sorry. On a community modded server, you could have a full community modded server with about a hundred ping, and sometimes cars will work fine mm -hmm. because they're on a dedicated server. They'll work fine. You can drive them around. They'll be a little bit bumpy, but they're perfectly drivable. They won't fly yeah. off anywhere. These servers are like I had. There's actually this is another thing as well. The servers were full, and I'm on an EU server that's in Germany, so it's not too far away, but not too close either. I was on about a hundred and fifty ping. The ping on the official servers on Daisy are brutal. I don't know what it is or how it does it, but they're, I, I've never gotten a server that's under 100 ping. Don't know why it happens, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. That's one thing I would also say as well. Mm -hmm. And another um, one thing, just quickly, it happened in the stream zone multiple times during the session. I would randomly get disconnected because I think it was a, a, a what was it, like a timeout error ping. or something like that. It was some disconnect thing anyway, and it would always disconnect me. And it happened to the two people I was playing with as well, constantly throughout it. For now, we're walking along. I, it happened to me, I was throwing a grenade at this door to raid this base. And as I, the grenade landed on the floor, I disconnected as I'm right next to the grenade. I'm like, oh no. Luckily, I spawned back in and I was perfectly fine. So I don't know why I didn't. But yeah, my heart was racing while I was <laughs> back in. But it was just... It constantly happens. You're constantly disconnecting, 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 disconnecting. Constantly. I don't know why it happens, but it's really frustrating. Even, even DOJ, um, he's on the, the YouTube um, feed, but he's saying he can't even play on officials because of how bad the ping is, even EU servers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as your ping spikes broken. over 300, you're kicked out of the server. Unstable connection. That's the error I get. I just checked it mm. down on the stream. Unstable connection. Um, yeah, back so to the car thing, Johnny Bravo is saying, so reading the script for vehicle damage, if the vehicle receives damage in excess of 3,000, then it automatically kills all occupants. So somehow when Mark, he said hit the barn, but when Mark's looked Not at the just, barn, <laughs> yeah. the vehicle somehow received more than that threshold, which automatically killed him. <laughs> crazy. Oof. Yeah. It's, 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 it is it's crazy. crazy. It's, it's absolutely mental, like, how it works. And, and I remember... Um, during the alpha days, there were frequent times where servers would get taken down to get better hardware. 
But as far as I'm aware, that hasn't happened in quite some time. And, you know, there's been a lot of new components that have come out that really help with a server. It's like you can run a really good server, uh, a dedicated server, with um, a PC like I've got, somewhat. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my, my, my PC, I've spent like £900 on it. Well, a little bit more now. And... It's not so bad, but you, it makes you think. It's like, what what is the hardware? And going back to what you were saying, Boyd, it's like, love to know what kind of hardware we're actually dealing with when it comes to the network side of things. Because if if a, if a vanilla server can't handle what a community server can do, you can't you kind of need to reevaluate what's going on. And you really need to reevaluate what's going to happen from now. Like. When are we going to get another update to the network machines or the dedicated machines that they use for the for the game? Can you explain that? So, I mean, I wonder will that happen now when they close all these servers because there's less service hours. Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying before. Are they going to improve the qualities? Is that what you mean, lad? It's hard to say if they will improve the quality because um, a server machine can have several instances, kind of like how a PC can have um, several tabs of Chrome open, for example. The more tabs that you have open, the more performance degradation you'll get. And it's the yeah. same way with a server machine. The more instances of DayZ you'll have, the less quality it'll be. So maybe, theoretically, um, depending on how many are getting taken off of a machine at one time, the performance might increase, but it's very hard to say because we don't know the actual specs of their machines. And, you know, for whatever reasons, they're not willing to say anything about it, which is a bit of a shame. Just out of curiosity, now, this is aimed more at the console side of it, so I understand this may be a bit outside of your comfort zone, lad, but how much impact, and I'm, I'm also asking um, Scalespeeder and Don Sibley if they can uh, provide any feedback on this as well, being more of the console gurus, but mm -hmm. how much impact does having a, say, a, a public um, server go, the impact of the people connecting to that server. Now, it's, it's, you, you'll get in PC, you'll get a range of people who've got the latest 3090s and fucking, I don't know, eight core bloody things and all the rest of the Gucci stuff. But then you're going to get someone who's only got a 980 uh, and, you know, an i5 or something like that. Um, now, with console, you're going to have people who've got the, the current gen consoles, um, how much impact do people connecting to those servers with the old-gen consoles have? Is that going to impact the performance of a server as well? Um, so, yes, the more players that a server will have in general, the lower the performance will be. So, you know, um, like, for example, on our XDK servers, I know you're talking about console and vanilla, but I'm just saying this as, as an example. Um, on our empty servers, when we're just doing testing, our server FPS can be in excess of 6,000 FPS, which is fantastic. On a full pop server, when everything's fully gone, it's about 2,000, 2,500 so you lose quite a lot of performance, and that also depends on what's on the character because the game also has to read what is on that character's um, inventory, everything like that, what guns it has, what uh, the items they have in general. And the more stuff that's um, around, like, in the CLE, which is why when dupers are really going for it, the server degradation is really fucking bad. You know, it's, it's really, really, really bad. So... Yeah, it's 
yeah, so it's 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 how do I explain it um a bit more? I, I'm struggling to find the, the, the right words. Basically, it does depend on how many people are on. When you join, the game has to read all your data. Um it has to read everything on your character. And depending on what you've got, the performance will go down on a certain level. So when you've got a full pop and everyone's got a lot of stuff in the inventory on a vanilla server. Yeah, that's kind of like, that's, it's, it's good, but it's bad at the same time. If you, mm. if you know what I mean, I mean, I, I could be wrong. Like, you know, skill speed and Don Sibley can, can correct me on that. Don saying he's not sure it makes a difference. He thinks it's just player numbers mm-hmm. and stuff on the server, like cars and bases. Yes. Charles, we just said before, bases are the big thing. Big bases slow things down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumpgrass saying player connects do drop performance a bit until they are fully in the game. So a large influx of players at once could tank performance. But yeah, yeah. so it, I was meaning more once they're in the game, um, do their slower um, hardwares impact the experience more for other people around them? But it doesn't appear that that's the they, case so much. No, no, I don't think that is the case. The only impact they'll get is on them, on themselves, on their own clients. Um, maybe if somebody's ping is really bad, um, it'll look like they're teleporting, and then that's when it'll impact like other people's like experience. But in yep. general, you're pretty much okay. Don says he thinks it'll just affect your own experience, which is obvious, yeah. The the poorer your hardware, the the worse the connection you're going to have. But I imagine you're running, uh, going back to your original um, video with the lag and that, I imagine you're running a pretty decent uh, PC there, Marks. Yeah, I have a Ryzen 5 2600, uh, RTX 2060, 16 gigs of RAM. So it does the job. And I'm, as well as doing that, I'm streaming and recording at the same time there as well. I'd say probably your only weak point there is probably like me, mate, your RAM. You probably need to look at doubling that at least. Um, No, I can't with this motherboard. I've tried that before. It kills it. So I I can only go as high as 16. But like that's still with recording and streaming as well. And I'm still getting 100 FPS in game. Like my performance is fine. Very playable. Um, But it was literally like, it wasn't just me experiencing that lag. The two people I was playing with were also experiencing that lag as well. Yeah. So I think it was just the server. It was an an hour before server restart as well. So once server restart happened, all that lag died down for a while and then mm-hmm. came back up again. Yeah, and also, yeah, I think always happens. Yeah, I think maybe I don't know if they can do it, but I think regular restarts, more regular restarts on uh, official servers is needed because that's why like these big modded servers they restart every three hours because they yes, need to. Um, Otherwise, it'll just they, kill they... performance. Thing. Exactly, exactly. I, I used to actually play in a modded server which would restart every hour. Yeah. And that's not Probably good. Yeah. That's 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 not good at all. Like if your if your server needs a restart every hour, you're doing something wrong. Mm. Yeah. Like X to K, I believe we restart every four to six hours. Yep. Um and that that's that's reasonable. That's okay. We are yeah. like we're using a lot four of Four hours is sort of the standard that, that I'm needed. used to. Um when it comes yeah, to servers. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it's all good, yeah. Um... Interesting conversation, guys. Very, very interesting conversation. I think there's going to be more discussion about this, particularly with the state of the public service provided by DayZ. Um, I think we need to ask them, um, you know, well, what sort of hardware they're running? Are they just rented servers or are they dedicated? Are they going to look at improving the quality of them in the future? Um to 
Yeah, yeah. I, I would have assumed that cars would have run well on public service because there's no mods <laughs> like like um, uh, bloody. Um, as Scale Speeder said before, you know, we don't have mods to screw things up on console. Well, you would assume the same for public service, um, and you assume that vehicles would run well, but maybe it is dupers. Maybe it's um, there's some other X factor that we're just not considering that's causing these issues. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. When when the V3S was added back in in 110, trying to drive that thing on those public servers, that, that truck is slow enough as it is on good ping. When you're trying to drive that thing on 150 ping, somehow it becomes slower. I don't know how it happens, but it becomes slower. <laughs> it was an, it was faster. It was literally faster walking at one stage. Yes. So I remember. Yeah, it, I remember. It needs to be fixed at some stage. But yeah. Oh, now goodness. we have a feel good that uh, we need to talk about, guys. <clears throat> Every now and then, the Daisy community rallies. Um, behind something, whether it be when they rallied with Wobo um, or um, uh, with uh, Doc Satan from the DDU community, even the one that I did for my mate Moonshine um, to get him a gaming laptop. You know, the poor bugger was playing on a 10-year-old laptop, playing DayZ with a touchpad. Um, you know, it, they managed to come out and just impress us um, with what they do. Now, this one involves another community, uh, one that I'm not a part of, but I'm aware of, and that's Erno. Erno, we've had on the show before. He's a pillar of the Daisy community as well. Um, and I'm just going to read it out to you. So, Erno tagged everyone in his Discord. Please read. About 20 days ago, at uh, Dubinek reached out to us about a player many of you know. At Merck, his situation was not looking good, life-threatening, with his liver failing. Today is the 27th. On the 26th, we reached the pool of $5,500 for Merck to get his treatment. We did that as a community. I can tell you how proud I am. I can't tell you how proud I am to run this community. This is the most emotional, heartwarming thing I have ever been a part of. And to call myself owner of that, I am lost for words. A massive shout out to Agripom Security Service, who donated $1,800 on the last evening. If this wasn't donated, he could not get his treatment and would not make it. Thank you all for donating. <laughs> I just got out of a call with Merck. It was emotional. He thanked me a lot, but this wasn't just me. This was all of us. Stalker Z and Renegade, two communities. Merck, his liver is currently at 34%. At 33%, his liver will fail and he will go into a shock. (coughs) Tomorrow at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, he will go to the hospital and get the help he needs. If his body reacts well on the medicine, then his liver will recover, going up to 35% to 36% and so on. If it doesn't help, then he would need a liver transplant, which we all helped cover in the pool. Unfortunately, mothers and children come first in this order. I don't know about unfortunately, but I can understand it in this perspective. Um, But Merck will be kept on life support if this happens. If this is the case, then the outcome could be anything. He may live but not remember anything or not be able to speak. There is also a chance he will not make it. If this is the case, we will have something to remember him by for the rest of Stalker Z's experience. But we will all pray and hope for, pray for him and hope that he will make it. I didn't know Merck before the call I just had with him, but we called for nearly three hours and I made a new friend. Merck is one of the nicest guys you will ever meet and he deserves the world and we are making that possible for him. I want to show a message I received from Merck that we wanted to share for the community. Um, and then Merck says, I want to thank you open-heartedly for posting that in your Discord to your community. This has led to me having hope over desperation. I didn't ask for this, 
And it honestly broke me down when I seen how many people actually came can come together in times or situations like this, especially for someone like me. How I was brought up and where I was raised, nobody showed you any type of love, including family. If it was any love at all, it was the toughest of loves, leading to my thought process that nobody cares about me over a long course of time. And I thought that was the normal way of life. I had a very different lifestyle until I joined your community a while back, and my life has changed for the better. But unfortunately, my health has taken a turn for the worse. I have no family and nobody IRL since I relocated that I actually see or know. Before I moved, I joined your community, which, oh, sorry, um, <clears throat> I know I was right. Before I moved, I joined your community, which changed my life and the people in it. I didn't know where I would be today without the knowledge, appreciation, and just overall good people that got me to where I am today by just uh, by being themselves around me. I just try to treat everyone the same and be fair. Um Overall, have fun, you know. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. For anything in the past that I've done that I caused harm, I apologize. And anything I can do to repay you, please just say it. I never expected things to go the way they are, and I just needed to personally thank you just in case things do not end up well with, for me. As each day passes by is another day I'm at risk. So what you did increased my chances and shortened my timeline of waiting. Thank you very much. You are appreciated. Hey, Erno, with the current time I have and at the rate at which my liver is failing and I am in a position where I am taking everything that was raised in the pool and what I collected in the outside and speaking with the head physician and department chief either today or the following day and asking them, convincing, begging them to get things started. I was overall approved for a medical grant and assistance, but it is applied after the initial payment has been made, which is the 5500 which was shown in the pool. The total cost is 25000 but when the grant applies, it will leave me with a 5500 upfront payment. I am short on time and funds roughly and just wanted to reach out to let you know that I thank you and each and everyone from the community for all the love and support. Everyone has given me a lot more hope and love over the course of a short period of time than I received in my whole life. All the experiences and people I met up to this point is because of that. I love you and love them all. I thank you and I love them all. Chief's operation hours begins in four hours from now. So I am waiting to hear back. Then I go in for a brief meeting to discuss my current situation and if they are going to help me or not with the current status I'm in and the funds I have. Just wanted to give you a heads up so you can manage the pool cost how you feel is appropriate. But I believe it is already down or going down in the next 24 hours due to my personal request as there is no way for me to physically accept any funds once I'm there, whether I am helped or not. The decision... Uh, was based off my last test results and my time frame provided. My mother is coming to see me tomorrow here and I am on the donor list. If things don't work out, it will be possible I will be machined. I made a deal with her that we could do would do everything possible and get 100 opinions before ever pulling the plug on each other in medical situations, but with the non-stop calls, applications and information obtaining over a long period of time with this, we know our limits and what's done and could be done with what we have. It is out of our hands now. Update. I woke up this morning from not even having half to the pool maxed out. I can't believe it. I'm at a loss for words. Because of Erno and Dubinek and their communities, I have a chance to live. I have a chance to survive. I love you all. I don't know about you guys, but that's one of the most heartwarming fucking things that the DayZ community has done. Like, you know, the two that I I think of... uh, or even the three, you know, sadly, they weren't able to do anything to help save Doc Satan, but they were able to help him be memorialised. And thank you, Daisy, for adding a memorial to him in the game. Lobos mm-hmm. was a horrible situation, but, um, you know, even Moonshines was a horrible situation. But this guy's fucking life was on the line. Yeah. And if it hadn't have been for a community uh, being able to raise $5,500, 
to put the down payment, you know, what what price, what value do you put in the life? Well, in this case, it was twenty five thousand um, dollars, and the, the five thousand five hundred was um, able to get the grant for. Yeah, I wonder what country he's in because it doesn't work like that here in Australia. We have a much better yeah. healthcare system, but this is to be commended. This is, yeah, you feel grateful to be parts of communities that enable um, things like this to happen, don't you, lad? Oh God, yes. I mean, it's it's not every day that you hear something like this at all, and. It really, like, with all the negativity you hear about, like, not only DayZ, but the world in general, it's just really nice just to have that specs of, like, just pure fucking goodness. Like, this yeah. this bloke, yeah. I've, I've never, I've never spoken to Merck. I've, I've never had any interactions at all with him. But I genuinely fucking hope that that, that bloke is fucking, he, he's doing better. I really, really hope so. And, does know, does anyone a, know? Does anyone in chat people, know? Like I don't know any more yes. since this situation. Please, like if if you do know anything, please, 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 either tell us like as soon as you can, or, or in the in the in the Discord, or just somehow so we know what's going on. Um, it's we just I just I want I, I just want to know if he's if, if he's doing better because he's just it's fucking awesome. Um, it's just awesome seeing stuff like this happen. And it's, it yeah. doesn't happen all the time, you know, as, as, as you said, with, like, other really key prominent members in the community, like, when Wobo had to go away because of his mum, it was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking. But, you know, the people came together to really help support him. And now he's back, you know, he's back after mm-hmm. all this time. And it's, it like, in terms of his content, it's like he never left at all. And it's fantastic. Yeah. And... I just really, I just really hope that you know the Daisy community. When it comes to stuff like this, they always pull through because this is just fucking amazing. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing, isn't it, Marks? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Isn't it always just the worst when like somebody's in a life-threatening situation and they won't do anything until they get their money? Always money. Yeah. You know, it's make it makes you hate it at times, doesn't it? Oh, it makes you hate money. It does. Mm. Yeah, you, the, like, you, you can't survive without money, but the fact that this guy's life depended on him being able to get $5,500 and in the situation he was in, you know, basically seems like a bit of a loner, um, re- relocated, no support network around him, and a bunch of toxic fucking gamer nerds who people always love to criticise for how antisocial and that we are came together and fucking saved this guy's hopefully saved this guy's life unfucking believable in the twitch chat uh sadly i can't post it directly to the um uh, youtube chat um but i'll pr- try to remember to put a link to it in the video as well but if you're looking to get um professional editing done of a video um, definitely check him out. He's got a deal at the moment. Video editing is now one pound for every minute of footage in your video. I do a range of different videos and can apply sweet custom FX, uh, sweet looking custom FX made by myself too. Artwork also available for discounted price and so are 3D assets. No config. I don't know what that means, but retweets appreciated. So yeah, check him out. Um, now we just had a question. Um, um, who are we talking about? We were talking about, um, um, a person who basically had their life saved um, by um, Erno's community. Their phantom plan. 
Um, you can see it on the screen there. Um, I should have made it bigger before while you guys were uh, watching it, but yeah. Um, there we go. That should hopefully be... Uh, it's a bit blurry, but yeah. That's the uh, joys of um, streaming and screen sharing on um, Discord. Um, just, just post the status and... Oh, yeah, he's talking on YouTube, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. If you check out Erno on Twitter, you'll be able to find it. It's his pinned post. So I, I do hope they post an update, and um, we'll be sure to keep his updated if we hear anything as well. Uh, but just regardless of the outcome, yeah, everyone who donated to that, especially that fucking Chad who donated $1,800, that's fucking awesome. $1,800 for someone you probably don't even know, just because you can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Fucking awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, what else have we got? We had, uh, now, the Namalt Naked and Afraid Challenge. Now, I, I, I'm a member of um, a number of um, different um, Daisy uh, groups, whether it be on Facebook or um, wherever. But this this one um, impressed me. Yeah, you know, people always say um, that the you know, Daisy's boring. You know, I'm getting bored with playing Daisy. Yeah, you know, I've even said it in the past myself. But then you, you take a break from the game, and then you have a think about it, and you come up with what can I do to challenge myself? If it's getting boring, it means you're either getting too good or you're not good enough. So you need to work on um, mixing it up or just getting better. And this here, what a fucking challenge! They said it couldn't be done. The Namol's Naked and Afraid Challenge. Between us, we took only a burlap sash. One axe, one knife, a sharpening stone, a box of masses, a fishing rod, a pot and a tripod and a blaze because Daisy doesn't have bows. Three of us set out to circumnavigate both islands. The only loot we allowed ourselves was new shoes. One died about a third of the way around due to a Zed glitch. Um, so the two of us left uh, pushed on through freezing wind, darkness and blizzards. We lit so many fires, but even that didn't stop the frostbite. Half a dozen times, one of us was flashing red on the verge of death. But through patience and teamwork, we pulled it off. After much jubilation, we swam out to the ice field in search of an honourable death by polar bear. Even though every part of us was frostbitten and only yellow health was obtainable, our cold stat bar maxed. We lasted well over half an hour before the cold took us. We never found that bear. What a fucking great idea. <laughs> what a great idea. I love shit like this. I love stuff like that. It's 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 really good. Like it, it just goes to prove that like no matter what kind of like like aim Daisy goes for, everyone's always gonna have some way to play it. And just doing shit like this is just fantastic. It's funny. <laughs> I, I kinda wish that they'd done it as a video. That would have been a very, very cool video to watch. Um, yeah, probably wouldn't get thousands of views. Um, you know, it's not a clickbaity sort of title. But for your true Daisy hardcore aficionados, they'd watch that and go, "Fuck yeah, I could watch you fucking uh, yeah, a highlighted <laughs> fucking edit of that and create creatively done." That could be a very cool video. Um, you know, oh, yeah. the right sort of music and um, effects and that. It just it would have been, yeah. And like like Dunkra said, he summed up what would have been probably hours of a journey into what took me probably 30 seconds to read. Very, very creative storytelling there. Very good storytelling. We never found that bear. <laughs> Honestly, I'd love someone to do that on a live stream for charity. Yeah. Maybe just, just for fun. Just, like, 
Yeah, even just for fun, but oh, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like having something like that, like setting yourself that real fucking hard challenge to just get around like a certain map with the Ben Essentials. Yeah. And you're not allowed to pick anything. I see, I see up what you did there. I see what you did there. The bear essentials. We never found that bear. The bear. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but it's just, have, just doing something like that. I mean, just doing this is an inspiration for a lot of people. So it's. Like, like Phantom I'm Play and saying on uh, the YouTube that. chat, Daisy is just one of those games where you could just do anything, meet anyone, make new friends. It's just a beautiful game. I've had some of the best times playing Daisy. If you say mm. that Daisy is boring, if you're one of these people who can't work out what the idea is, I'm sorry, the problem is not the game. The problem is you. You're used to playing railroaded games where it spoon feeds you what objective and what you're meant to do. You have no creativity. You need to open your eyes. This is a blank canvas that you can do whatever you want and there is a server out there that'll cater to whatever you want to do. You want to run and gun, there's plenty of servers. You want to um, hardcore, you want to role play, there's plenty of servers. So, yeah. <clears throat> so you're right. I mean, <laughs> with, a, with a map like Namalsk, <laughs> and I, I, I want to do that. When, whenever their next update comes out, Mark's Mania... I haven't played Namolsk in ages, and this made me want to play it again. It was like, yeah, okay, I I, I want to give that a try. (laughs) Oh, mate, it's going to be so fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Okay, what else did we have? There's a Jesus video. How fucking good was this? I don't care if I get struck down. (laughs) I don't care if it's copyrighted music. It's just not the the same without the music. Yeah. Wait, was there music on it? I listened to music. Oh, there is. Yeah, it was... It was really cool. Really, really cool. But the caption, the caption was gold. The caption was fucking gold that he wrote for it. What if, just for a moment, things went back to normal? What if all of this was just a bad dream? I wish. This is the sort of shit that Daisy need to be paying people like him to make (laughs) for them to release as official fucking promo trailers for this game. (laughs) 
That was Definitely. like, I mean, seriously, I've got is. half a fucking bar of fucking <laughs> going on right now. That It's one of those things that, you know, if you hadn't played Days um, clothes on them, and when you go back to free cam, they get frozen and keep their stance. Oh. oh. So that's... Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. But how do, has this not been shared more? 42 retweets, eight quote tweets. This should be shared fucking hundreds of times. It's Didn't got 14,100 um, views, which is good, but... That's brilliant. Didn't the Daisy Devs actually... Well, the Daisy Twitter can't actually retweet it. I'm pretty yeah. sure they did. Yeah. It's just absolutely fucking fantastic. And... <laughs> I just love it. I just absolutely love it. I saw that, and I, did, I didn't see the, the last part of it where it switched to... Back to the apocalypse, yes. so I, mm. I instantly told him, I was like, fuck, this could make for a brilliant video intro. So, yeah. You never know. One day. Just one day, the, one day, the, one day. the creativity of some people slows my mind. I, I have the creativity of a brick. Um, <laughs> and that, you know, he's able to come up with this. But if you've ever seen the work that this guy does, you know, servers like um, uh, Mind is Karma Crew, Livonia server, um, they got Dancer Jesus to do a lot of custom mapping work. The guy is an artist. Um, he is. Yeah. And some people make me sick with how fucking good they are coming up with this sort of shit. It's fucking <laughs> disgusting that he's got more talent in his little toe than I've got in my entire fat fucking ass. <laughs> You disgust I've me, Dancer been... Jesus. You fucking disgusting. Don't ever talk you to me again. Get... <laughs> I've always what? been impressed with uh, the stuff that he's made. I've always been impressed. Uh, Is he, that Cherno? He... Yeah, that's Cherno, dude. Yeah. You don't notice. Uh, I, cu I couldn't recognise if it was Cherno or not. No. Yeah, that's okay. it's it's the fucking in yeah. front of the um, broken down hotel. See there? Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking but just how made to look better. No, it, it's, it's that well done. This is a Redux uh, version of it. Yeah, the shipwreck's not there. Um, it just yeah, looks so yeah. much better. This looks truly yeah, it apocalyptic. It's really, really This is how Daisy should look. Yep. This is a mod, that Redux thing. Yeah, he, he says um, it. Um, um, where is it? He was, he, from what I understanding the, the expansion the, the comments yeah oh, it's the expansion right okay he used uh, the expansion for a few assets and he was just messing around with the the editor that's pretty much all he was doing right, and he created yeah. such a really 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 nice fucking uh scenery fucking wow. yeah it was nice yeah very fucking well done mate very well done you sickened me with how creative you are sir <laughs> When's the next video? <laughs> Jesus. I want a continuation. I, I want to see a follow-up of this 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 character, this the survivor, up until he should, really dies. He should do one at Northwest Airfield where it's active, people filling planes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That would be oh, oh. my god, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That would be cool. Speaking of cool, fucking how fucking cool is oh, this car? Oh. Would you drive it? <laughs> would you drive this car? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I saw what. Max? I saw what. The car is beautiful. It would, is cool, yeah. Would you drive it? Probably. <laughs> if if Daisy came to you and said, here's $5,000 plus we'll pay for your car to get reskinned, would you do it? 
I actually tweeted out, uh, we'll see if I can find it, um, and asked who gets to drive this car. I would be um, – yes, I, I did love the top comment. At least their cars stay on the ground. <laughs> Pretty much anyone who needs to move between the offices. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like the way they actually like linked the uh, the the locations of their studios and shit like that. That was that was a nice touch. <laughs> Where is it? There it is. Who gets to drive this? Um, and then yeah. Um, but my old Land Rover, I was about to paint, just got changed from paint to Daisy Wrap <laughs> Chainsaw Squirrel. <laughs> Hit him up for a sponsorship, buddy. Hit him up for a sponsorship. Um, drive around in the Daisy car. But yeah, pretty much anyone who needs to move between the offices in uh, check. Um, and then, yeah, link to the different offices. I'd never leave that car except to play DayZ. Um, but mm. no, that, that's fucking, that's a sick fucking skin. That is a sick skin to put on a car. It just looks badass. It looks fucking really good. Um, yeah. And if BI have other offices, um, you know, for what, a couple of grand to get a skin put on a car. Um, and it's free promo just driving it around because it's a sick logo. I've always said that the Daisy logo is fucking awesome. It is a really catchy I mean, fucking logo. It's it's fucking good. I wear it in my shirt. I got the shirt. So yep. it's fucking great. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Oh, no, wrong. There we go. Roll back up. Now, this is one that you shared, um, Lad. The Infusion AI mod yes. has been released. Yes, it's from my from my understanding, it's not the 1.0 release, but it's up for the public to use now. Mm-hmm. I've actually been testing it a little bit with um with the hideout, because they'll be implementing it. And we came across quite a few issues with it, but the creator, the main guy, um, Rally, and I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He came in, yep. and he just got to fucking work. He was getting all the feedback, and he he, he was absolutely fucking top notch. Uh, in my experience, despite the bugs, it's a fun mod. It's a really, really fun mod to use, and and I, I can't wait for more servers to use it. They will have to be a bit careful because obviously, uh, you know, server degradation as we we're talking about before. But having an actual AI mod which you don't have to fucking pay for, which has been actively developed by a really, really smart bloke, is just amazing. It's fantastic, and I, I, I can't fucking... I can't wait to experience it when it's more polished. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to make a video on it. I just need, I just mm-hmm. need server information, which that... Yes. I just need servers to have it. Uh, that's all I'm waiting for, uh, to make a video I know, on it. I, I believe Dumpgra was also um, doing uh, some testing as well uh, for nice. New Dawn. In fact, that actually reminds me, and I'll, I'll discuss something once we finish this segment as well. But the you know this guy, he always he takes all feedback with the mod. He does a really really nice job of you know accepting the criticisms, accepting the feedback, and working around it. Like we came across a really severe issue in terms of like network bubbles and client crashes, and. I believe he managed to actually fix it and gave us like some tips on how to make it work more better in our favor. So One thing that like, makes me happy is what we're looking at here. Um, it's Patreon. 
that's only that's in Australian dollars that are showing up. So that would probably be maybe a hundred euro a month, um, which I still think is criminal for the quality of uh, work that he's doing. But I would like to see more of you modders start up a Patreon. Um, it's a great way for people to support you um, and for you to you know, have a regular income. Plus, Patreon give you. Um, one of the best rates of they take, um, I think it's only 10%. Don't quote me on that, but they take only 10% of the money pledged um, as their fee. And you can do some fantastic rewards um, where it sends merch out to people. That's what we do with the um, uh, patreon.com forward slash 87A Survivor FM, where it sends you out shirts, coffee mugs, depending on the tier you join in. Um, but I'm really happy to see. Um, that he has 12 patrons. I'd like to see 112 patrons. I'd like to see 1,112 patrons, um, you know, for the likes of him, for the likes of Inclement Dab, Dancer Jesus, um, Helkiana, Dumpgra, all these people. You know, there's so many more. And if I didn't say you, um, lad, obviously you as well, mate, but there's so many more out there. I think this is a great me uh, method. You know, um, I believe even the expansion has a Patreon as well. Um, yes, yes. And, you know, I, I unsubbed because I wasn't sure what they're doing, but it looks like they're about to come out with another big um, update again soon. So I might look at um, joining their one again. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's a great way for people to support and to his credit as well. He's got it nice and high up there so people can see it if they do go to the actual workshop page, um, which is always the big issue. Um, and heaven forbid, he actually puts a link that pops up if you use the, uh, code lock in game. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, still stings from that one. Um, but yeah, a great way to support someone who's doing it. Um, don't don't, don't I, um, maybe yeah. do it. Just do it, mate. Just fucking do it. Um, it's as a great well, way for people to support you. When when I make my video, on it, I was like, would I do it all? Mas nowadays, I link if they have a PayPal or a Patreon, I link that down below and I mention yeah. it in the video as well. So if people do want to donate or support it, I usually say if you want to support the modern set because if you say donate, it sounds a bit. So I would say if you want to support, everything's linked down below. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's the best way to go about it, and it, it is a shame that some con uh, some content creators or mod creators or whatever, like um, like Rallying, hasn't got the support. The fact that he does have support there is still fucking fantastic. That's still really fucking cool. It's really good stuff that, he, you know, what he's got going there. Mm. And like I said, the fact that he's developing this mod in his own free time, that you don't have to pay for it, unlike, you know, other, like, you know, mod makers who are intentionally making, like, stuff like this, for a fucking paywall it's brilliant it's absolutely fantastic and I, I i legit cannot wait to see more stuff because um xdk might be using something like that yeah but um but yeah so, i mean so it's going to be really really <clears throat> fucking cool to see what, what happens with it. i, I think really it's wait. it's a great way for some communities as well um yeah going a bit off topic here but looking at um patreon as a way because it links up with discord so you can have an exclusive mm -hmm. section of your discord for your patreons to join um and yeah you can do the merch so that you know once they've been a member for 12 months or six months or whatever they can get a shirt sent out to them with the server logo or you know something memorable um, I just think it's a great um, way to do it. it really is, yeah. And it's all done by Patreon. You just set it up uh, and they send out all of the info. You don't need to get addresses. People don't need to dox themselves, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, it's just all easily done. But kudos to Raylion. Um, I'm very excited to see this. And, you know, um, at the core of it also, um, 
the big AI mod we discussed as well. Um, although we did see the update of the that Stalker Z fucking monster um, in mm. Erno's footage the other week, which looked damn good, didn't it, Marks? <laughs> it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, because you know, that mod goes, but I expect that AI mod is we're a long way away from seeing anything mm. of that yet because it's just such a learning curve. So. Yeah. It yeah. is. We're, 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 it we're, is. I mean, we're even, away. even with my testing of it, it's it, you can definitely tell it's still in like a rough early stage, but mm. it's gonna it's it's gone somewhere. It's it's definitely gone somewhere. It's it's a lot better than um the the footage that I seen like, you know, quite some time ago about mm. it. So the yeah. fact that, you know, it, it has gotten better and he's not fucking bullshitting when it comes to it is even is even better. I was sitting I was sitting in a voice chat with him in another mod called uh, Demon Forge, who's absolutely brilliant as well. And they were talking about all these like different functions and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm a modder, you know, I, I, I excel at textures, modeling, stuff like that. But they were talking about script and stuff I had. No fucking clue about. I was like, I'm glad I wasn't there. Then Mark, I just would have been going. Yeah, yeah, that scene with Lisa Simpson where she's with that really smart friend of hers, and the the father gives her that really tricky puzzle, and he's like, "Oh, here, have a ball." That'd be you guys talking to me. Have a ball, boy. He go over there and bounce it, (laughs) and I'd be dropping it and unable to catch it, looking like a complete and utter idiot. But that you know that they, they were talking about really fucking cool stuff and and you know more 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 progress is coming along and honestly I would love to have I would love to have him on as a guest again just for him to talk about like what what is coming on and and stuff like that I think that would be really really nice. You mean to Mario? Uh, um, Mario and uh, and Rallyan. Maybe we Mario. get Where's them together. The fucking animation stuff? Yeah. Where's yeah. the fucking animations? Come on. I've been waiting, son. <laughs> but um but you know also in, in other stuff that's also just been released um the uh the map link mod that Dumpgra and Damon Forge have been working on is is an open beta as well yep he was just telling us in dms and uh i've been yeah testing i know well, uh, daisy down under is looking at it um yes. and i'm excited that, that that is that is um a a, a very big deal um mm-hmm. i'm still angry at Dumpgra for just dropping it on us without any time to prepare and hype for it because it literally caught me <laughs> off guard with just how fucking big of a deal it is it deserved its own mm-hmm. episode and not being tacked onto the ai one um but it's going to reinvigorate community service uh, being yes. able to you know if depending on how much time and effort the admins and the team behind those community servers put into the setup of the different maps it's going to be fucking awesome marks reasons to go to that other server to find that unique loot that only spawns there and just it's going to be fucking amazing yeah is, no, at, is, at first is. when i go ahead like that no 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 go on go on, go when i um first heard about it i was a little bit on the fence about it but the more i kind of heard about it the more i'm kind of grown towards it and if it's in the beta stage is there servers up on it or marks i get the feeling that if i i don't even know who the supermodels are in the world at the moment but if the hottest chick in the world was to walk up to you and say i want to have sex with you you'd be skeptical you'd be like (laughs) what's going on here hey What's going on? What's what's the real thing? No, there's there's more to this. Come, come and see me in three months' time after I've had a moment to think about this. 
fuck's sake. How does that make... <laughs> oh, I, the I way... He's not denying it, though. He's not denying it. I mean, no, he isn't, like... He's fucking speechless. I'm trying to comprehend what you just said. Um, (laughs) The reason I'm more sceptical about the Daisy Massive is we always hear a lot of talk about certain stuff, and then sometimes it'll either work, or sometimes it'll come out and it's just pure shit. So I'm always sceptical that way, and I always want to see it in working before... You know, I make videos. So basically, the hottest chick in the world has got to have sex with someone in front of you so you can work out if it's going to be working for you. I don't know if that's how that works. It fucking is in this world, bitch. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. But But just let me appraise your performance first. (laughs) Yeah, you're not bad. You're not bad. A little bit more work required. Oh, God. oh Christ! <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. Fuck me, I'm good. Fucking hell. I'm good. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but um, I've actually been using it on um on on New Dawn and the Hideout because you know Hideout is working on it as well, and it is it is absolutely fucking sublime. In the way that Hideout's using it is that you know they've got the main Shinara server, but if you want to just purely PvP and you just want to go fucking mental. You go to that. You go to their safe zone, and you just use the terminal, and you get tra- you get transported to the to the other map. The 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 I keep wanting to call it Swan Island. It's the one that John McLean has Islands. done. Yep. Yeah, that's Stuart the one. Islands. Yeah, yeah, I played <laughs> on that brilliant PvP map. It's absolutely fantastic. Fantastic Hello. map. I absolutely was actually fantastic, and it's like I was, and yeah. yeah, I yeah, was. It's great. I was saying I played that match on a demo server. And I was saying, I was going to contact Keegan and be like, this is what the Battle Royale needs to be on. This type of map, it's perfect for it. And the other map is just too big. But this map is just spot on for people. Look at that fucking sweet setup. (sighs) Fucking hell, Sonny Jim. You just made me get a half chub. Oh, it even fucking changes backgrounds. That is very professional, buddy. Hey, I made that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell us what's going on with the uh, mod. Yes, show us. So some of the cool things that we've done. Can barely hear you. Yeah, you've got to turn yourself up a little bit, bud. Nothing. Can't hear you now. Sweet setup, but shit fucking tech new. I don't know how there. <laughs> nope, nothing. How about now? There, yeah, but can hear you. All right. So uh, some of the cool things that we've done with it is we have made it so when you try to travel to a nether server, it queues up the server and it shows you if the server's online. It shows you the player count. And we did that because we wanted people to be able to know if there's a queue before they join the server. Because how annoying would it be to join a player queue to join a server when you traveled? Um, we now have a full money system working. Um, you can choose any kind of class item. You could literally have somebody walk up with an AK-47 as payment to transfer. Um, 
lots of other cool little minor things. Uh, we've been overhauled the way that we save the player variables. So it's now uh, more versatile. Uh, mods still need to add their own versions of it, but it's more of a default standard than it is a, you have to add this to every single mod you add. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Oh, we made it so you can now use any um, object you want as a transfer point. So um, you can make it so it's like helicopters, boats, even cars, that kind of stuff. Um, as long as they're sitting in the position that you establish the departure point at, uh, we have fully tested out multiple places. So like on uh, New Dawn, for example, if you travel by boat, the boat takes you and it will teleport you to one of 20 locations. So when you show up, you show up on the shore randomly, or you could do a more specific thing where you allow players to be able to um, teleport like within an area near each other, like, you know, within like, you know, 50 meters of each other. So that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, because I remember when you first ah. put it to New Dawn, like there was a whole bunch of people, like a whole bunch of us. Uh, the way that we used it is that once we we used the system, we got teleported to like, it was 18 points at that time, I think it was, or 15. I'm, I'm not too sure how many it was at that time. But it was all on the south side of the mask, which was obviously different considering you usually spot at the north. And it was it was really really fucking nifty, and it took some time for all of us to find each other again, because of those different points. And it, it's and it's brilliant because it really does counter uh, people trying to like you know spawn camp and shit like that. So it's really really good, and I'm and I'm I'm glad that there's more stuff that's come to it. Uh, you know that yeah. makes more sense, especially with like the you know the helicopters and the boats and the and the cars and stuff like that. And and one idea I think both of me and you don't we were talking about but there was some years ago somebody made a south Sigoria map like as a template not as an actual like physical map you could play on but like a an actual like map yeah so it'd be really really fucking cool is that if a team got together to create the south Sigoria map in sections and then use this map link mod to get between the different territories Fucking perfect combination, I think. Absolutely yeah, perfect. Uh, one other feature that we also did put is we could, we made it so you can send players to Pacific maps on death. So let's say you have four maps, and let's say it's like with A through D, right? If you die on any on any of the map besides A, you will be sent back to a map A as a respawn. Uh, that way, people don't necessarily respawn on the map they died on. They have to respawn on the map that you want them to start on, which can create a progression-based kind of ideology. Yes. Um, so what's cool about that is that also means that um, the other thing we talked about, Lad, before, which was mini mm -hmm. servers, servers that only allow five to ten people on. So like someone could make a sewer system that you could tell technically be teleported to that's under Shinaris or maybe a underground military bunker. Uh, think about like having uh, Namalsk's A3 be a huge complex map, not just a small little thing put into a mountain on the map, but its own visual world. Yes. That, that's the kind of stuff you can do with possible with map link. And that's, uh, that's, it's really fun. It's a lot of exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I just thought of there, um, you know, the small little map Utes. I think that's how it's pronounced. Utes or Utes, whatever it is. Yeah. That was meant to be at one stage off the coast of Chernus. 
back in the early, yeah. early days of DayZ. I don't know if it's possible, but if it was a way where you could add that map back into Cherneris and use that, so say you go from Namalska, Livonia, you take off and you arrive at Utes, and players could maybe arrive there. I don't know, I'm just kind of <laughs> brainstorming here. Maybe people could arrive there because it has that runway on it and everything. That you yeah. could run there, and that could be your destination point to and from or something like that. It'd be kind of cool to add that onto it, and then they maybe take maybe there's a bridge connecting the two maps together or something like that that they could either walk or drive across or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that would be cool as well. That would that would definitely that would work really, really well actually, especially depending on the kind of server that you're going for. Mm. Or heck even like making Utah's like a, a, a like the points where you can use the map link to get out of Chinaris, you know, just the yeah, other and way it could, around. The that entire would, thing could brilliant. be an entire safe zone as well, because like, it's not that big of a yeah. map from what I hear. Not, so, not, not, you know, not from like I remember. Like I said, not yeah. even so, that. Yeah, so it's, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so like, it's world, looking good. The possibilities are kind of, dare I say it, endless with it. Um, if you can imagine it, you can You can do it. You can even make a a uh, a new player friendly zone map where the only thing that is in there are a bunch of rules and other things, and you have to walk up and interact with a button to teleport to the mainland. When you do that, mm, you read the rules. I mean, you can even my do God. silly things like you can have a fantasy land where everything is, you know, you get teleported to that, uh, what's that, Dark Medieval Ages mod, you know, where everybody's like yes. medieval and they have dragons. You can even yeah, have yeah, yeah. teleport you to that kind of map. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you that know? would be fucking great. Would you but yes, that? It's... I got high and went to the dragon map. <laughs> but yes, it's 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 really cool stuff like that, which you know really really does bring the modern community together. But not only for mo the modders, but the actual like the player base, because we need something like this in the long run. Like yeah, the the, the technology. I, I believe you you said dump. The technology has always been there, like just laying low. It's just trying to bring it back in a really unique way, which from what I understand, well, from what I've experienced, you've definitely done a really, really good fucking job on. Well, um, and But you said it was open here. beta, so what, yeah, what so else is coming beta, with it? But let's be honest here, folks. I did absolute, like I did some coding, but Damien Forge is the freaking mastermind behind all of this work. Mm -hmm. His universal API is what gave me the idea, as well as officials, Ability to go from one map to another, like you can log off of official A and log on to official B at the same exact position, is what yeah. originally gave me this idea that it was actually possible in DayZ to already do this. This was already pre-set up by the developers. They just never gave us access to the Hive. Actually, really? if that the developers the gave us access to the yeah. Hive, this would be a oh. lot easier. <laughs> oh. But like, know. right now... is Sorry. Is the hive the thing? Because I don't know if this is it now, but when you go from one official server to another, like the public official servers, you can sometimes, most of the time, you can bring your gear with you, but it'll spawn you in a different yes. random direction. Is that a hive? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it it used hive, to yes. be it, when community servers first became available, um, way back in one of the early patches, it used to be uh, common for community servers to have hives. And players who paid um, had access uh, to. Um, a separate server where they could loot up or gear up, and um, you know that's what Pipsy used to do. There was a, a hive server that was connected, so your character just moved between them. Um, mm. But only uh, whitelisted players could access the hive server or something like that. It was a common thing done back in right. the day, and then it sort of disappeared. And then Dumpgrar and the team brought it back. 
the hive. I think that I I think I remember hearing they removed it. Was it something to do with people were duping and it's something to do yeah, with loot cycling or something like that one? But yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, even even you could argue that um, allowing only whitelisted players access to a server is giving them a a benefit um, above other players. So <clears throat> it was probably breaking uh, terms of service. Yeah. So the best way to describe a hive is think of a folder on a computer that has the player database, right? Mm -hmm. And then think of having four to five servers able to just read from and say to that player database. So it's like a tree branch effect, right? They all yeah. save and load from that database. That's pretty much what a hive is. And our API pretty much does the same exact thing, except for we just cut out the, um, the saving on a... Uh, on a local machine, you save to a API cloud-based service. <laughs> right. Sweet. Okay. Well, it's, I, a, it's a lot more better that way. Yeah. I think I'll have to hop on. I, I don't know if Dumbcrown, maybe you're free sometime or whatever. Um, I'd like to make a video on it. So. Yeah, if you're probably going to make a video, I would suggest wait for the hideout to finish their map link. Um, okay. I'm not sure where the state is. Live probably knows more than me on that. But uh, they definitely have the player base and other stuff to make it actually a worth. Oh, I would like to see him do one on New Dawn, mate, because um, you could also look at some of the other cool mods you've got there. You're a metallurgy and stuff like that, and see them actually in action. Oh, definitely, I'm not saying no. I'm just trying to play to his audience. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it doesn't. Well, when it comes to that mod, I just kind of want to. When highlighting mods, mainly just want to highlight that mod well it doesn't matter usually what server it's on just as long as it showcases that mod you know the way it's meant to. yeah because um, yeah because because fr from what i've tested with both servers both new dawn and hideout hideout obviously very much caters to the pvp aspect and it's really mm. really fucking good uh but new dawn obviously is the hardcore kind of survival server and there's a really good sense of progression when you use their like their version of map link you know you have to you ha you can't just go to the you, you can't just go to the place and then just use it and uh, you have to actually find a ticket to use that system to then go to Namask and you have right. to find a ticket okay. to get back but even if you die in Namask that's it you, you're back on channel so you, you've still got to really you've, you've got to prepare you've got to prepare right. yourself yeah. on Chenaris to get to Namask and it's it's a really good sense of progression that you have that that's on that and server. even for something like Dumbgrass metallurgy more uh, mod you could mm -hmm. make certain minerals only um um you know as as you know you know iron ore doesn't just fucking um isn't found everywhere you could make iron ore exclusive to the mountains of um Namask so if you want to get yeah. iron ore which is probably one of the biggest uh, metals you'd need for metallurgy um, you've got to head there. And if you want coal, you've got to go to, I don't know, fucking Deer Isle to uh, mine coal to fucking fuel them and things like that. Just it adds so much um, <laughs> benefit, this hive system. Deer, Deer Isle would be a good map for this as well because there's so many different islands on Deer Isle. Mm. That you could take over <laughs> one of those islands and just completely have it just for that. So, you know. Hey, Jamie, we're but, talking about that temple of his. It'd be kind of fun to yeah, make a little world that would actually just be for cool, that temple. Yeah. Yes. That would be kind of cool. Um, um, but the biggest thing I can stress about this to everyone that's watching and everything else, MapLink is open source. Have at it. Remember, just to give us credits, that's it. We don't require anything. It's full open source. Look at the code, figure it out. If you end up breaking it because of your own mod, well, 
we don't really offer support for that, but we will try to work our best with you, you know, but it is full open source. <clears throat> you know, I would like to see some of you modders team together and start a Patreon um, as, a, as a group because, you know, as individuals, yes, it's hard, you know, it's, it's down to one person, but as teams, you know, you come up with a way, and I know that's open to issues down the line where, yeah, you know, if you have fallings this. out and all the rest of it, um, but, you know, if it's run professionally, um, you know, a team, you know, like you could you could have a fucking, um, you know, you hear all these terms about stream houses, you could have a mod house, a house of modders, Um uh, um, and working together and, you know, just sharing, um, you know, I'm certain there are people out there who can be trusted sharing um, the income that comes out to help support you guys because I, 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 I harp on this and I know it probably drives people away, but there needs to be more love shown to modders, Marks. There really does. There's great systems in place through YouTube, Twitch and all that for um, content creators, but there's not great systems in place for modders. And maybe if they team up together, um, you know, have a website and a, a good Discord where people can join and give feedback and, you know, you give lessons and stuff like that. Um, you know, a, a Patreon might be a fantastic um, way for you guys to get some coin coming in to help support what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was saying, I believe, like, before we, we start this, the live stream, once I start my weapon tutorials, I'm going to be opening a Patreon mm-hmm. uh, just to do little bits and bobs here and there because it's, it's a good idea. Like, you know, it's... Obviously, we're not expecting like uh, to to be able to completely survive and pay off all our bills and God knows what with Patreon, but just it's a good way to get that little bit of extra love, you know, an alternative to like a, a, you know, hopefully some kind of system that'll make modders uh, get like proper. I wouldn't say appreciation, but recognition, especially yeah. on the workshop. Yeah, well, is saying so in it's, chat it's, in the Twitch chat, modders have to become content creators. So maybe you could add <laughs> someone to your team who, you know, like a dancer Jesus. The guy's got fucking um, editing skills. Um, plus, he knows a bit about modding, and he's a he's a, a map genius um, to be able to you know create some um, you know like oh, I got that work done for you for your metallurgy mod, the animation done, um, Dumpgra, um, that sort of stuff to to bring your um, you know, what you guys do behind the scenes with coding is fucking next level. But, you know, Marks, you've said this a few times. Um, their advertising of what they do is sometimes less than desirable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, more needs to be said, does it? Nothing more needs to yeah. be said. That, that's, that's the case. And I do, as I a think, team, um, with a bit of revenue coming in, you know, that could help create more hype around what you do. You know, I would love to see modders are the true superstars of DayZ, not the fucking content creators. The modders are. The modders are what's kept this game going. And I'd love to see you guys get more recognition for it. There's a couple of superstars out there, but for the average DayZ player, if I said, who's Dumpgra, who's Lad, who's Dancer Jesus, they're going to go, who the fuck are these people? If I say, who's the running man, <laughs> who's Smoke, who's Lax Hawthorne, um, even who's Marks, they all know who they are. No yeah. one knows me. I'm it's, irrelevant. It's, it's... <laughs> oh, sh- shut your fucking face. <laughs> Especially when you're knocked See, down that, having uh, sex uh, with the hottest chick in the world. Whoa. So far. <laughs> See, it's, 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 it, it's like, <laughs> I've always said it's like, what, uh, and I've I've said this to Dom. It's like when when it comes to like you know Daisine in terms of like I wouldn't say popularity, but in terms of community, I've always envisioned it as like you know you got the bottom level, which is obviously the base game, the Daisy devs. Then you have the modders, and then you have the content creators. Because without the modders, content creators might not have the relevant uh, content. 
that they would would have mm-hmm. in back in alpha because obviously back at the end of alpha the game was pretty much fucking dying like barely a couple of thousand players peak about but, three thousand peak or something like that yeah yeah exactly but but now it's like you know we've got the console and i know you said Max, that's kind of like your primary like um that's where your mm. community primarily lies yeah. but now we've got like obviously the 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 community servers the modded servers and you know there's so much there's so many cool mods coming out and there's a lot of content creators who make stuff. It's like Gecko Fish. Um, he made a he, and and yourself, Max. You know, you made you made videos on Extacare, and yep. because of that, that server fucking boosh. We were not prepared. <laughs> we were not prepared. <laughs> but it's it's it. But at the same time, it goes hand in hand. Like you've got to have, you got to have that nice mix. You got to have that. Because at the same time we're all in the same hobby, we're all doing, we're all trying to have fun with the same thing, so mm-hmm. we've got to like work together. And it's like, you know, the content creator show appreciation for modders by you know just posting Patreon, PayPal, whatever, or you know the direct mod link in the description. That's great. And if you know if modders actually put in their own like PayPal stuff, and you know they they give thanks to other modders in their description and get them as co-authors and contributors in their theme pages. It all goes hand in hand, so we, we just need to really yeah. hold that back up together. That's what I think we definitely need to do. I think mm-hmm. one of the things to remember that's important is that most players who play on servers, they automatically subscribe to most mods. They download them, they mm-hmm. play on them, right? They never even see the workshop page. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they never really know who's actually making these mods. But when yeah. they have a content creator, like let's say Marks, for example, they actually get to see his YouTube, they get to see his face, all that kind of stuff. And that's why content creators are more popular than... Can I ask? As as I like, haven't been watching like a lot of Twitch streams lately, Dumpgra. Um, just, yeah. I don't know why, but I just haven't. But do many of the... Do, you, do any of you guys watch, like, The Running Man or Smoke and Lax Hawthorne? And how often do they bring up and, you know, talk about the mods in the game and the modders behind them? Well, they don't talk about them very often, but there also aren't being very well pushed towards that thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't go run, running around when you buy uh, inside the store talking about how you're going to be donating to uh, the Save the Children Fund, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of the mentality, right? Donations are donations. And if mm-hmm. modders, content creators aren't obliged to talk about the content creators they're using, it's and nice, that... but it's not... The point that you're on about there, buddy, is a, a bit of a tricky one as well, because if I, like, I've been playing on Rearm the past two days, and I pick mm-hmm. up a, a modded weapon in that, I have no idea who made that modded weapon. I couldn't tell you for the life of me who made that modded weapon. There's different clothing packs there, and I'm, I, I have no idea who made those clothing packs at all. Yeah. Usually they don't say the names of them. Mm-hmm. There's different things, like the person who made the key mod for their service. I, I, I have no fucking clue who made that. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Yeah, but I I kind of think that the onus is on content creators to have a bit more knowledge of what they're doing because they're they're making their living from this game. They should have a higher standard of knowledge than the average player. The average player, I totally understand. They go to a server, they uh, click download mods, and they go to it. But content creators, I feel, especially the big boys, should be knowing more about the game and what goes into the servers they play on and stuff like that. That's just me personally. That's how I feel about it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, 
when it comes down to it, you know, as Dom said, you know, content creations, they have no obligation to do that kind of stuff. And that's perfectly fine. And, you know, the, the content creators that do actively talk about, you know, the mods that are on a server, which is it's fantastic. But there's one thing that Mass and I, we talked about is that you'll notice with his MMIO mod, all of his items in the descriptions end with his name. So that way you know exactly who's mm -hmm. made that. And he also credits people who's helped make him in those, like people who's like imported the model or done the texture for him, stuff like that. But other modders don't do that. And, no. and in fact, I think he got criticized when he done it, but he hasn't backed down because he wants people to know who has made I've never mod. had an he issue. Like I, I can see why some exactly. people might, um, but I think that would be more a case of my immersion, you know, the old, my immersion, my immersion, you're destroying my immersion. Um, but I've got no issue with that. I think that's a very tasteful way to do it. Have it in the description yeah. of the item, um, you know, masses many item overhaul, uh, dump yeah. cars, metallurgy mod, fucking hell tech, uh, hell retech survival, something along those lines. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Heck, no, even you could I got criticised for copying mass <laughs> for doing that. So what the fuck? <laughs> you could do that perfectly fine, and I have no problem with that either. But there are some mods out there, and I've seen them on some servers, where they have, for whatever reason, they will, you put a weapon in your hand, you'll check the description of it, and they will go to the, the say, the wiki of this certain gun, the Wikipedia of this yes. certain gun. They will copy and paste the entire Wikipedia and put it into that description. It is so long, all of it doesn't yeah. fit in the description that the box is there. You've got to be creative. All you, need to have, all you need to have in that little box is one, maybe two lines of information. That's it. Because exactly. if you have that That's... big line of text, I'm not going to read it and I'm going to throw that gun on the gun because I really couldn't be asked reading it. Something that's exactly, yes. read. Be creative, sell the be. item, um, and just like Mass has, you know, Mass is um, fucking whatever. Just something simple, yeah, I mean, basic. That, that's just down to modders, though. You know, some people just don't have... I mean, they, they, they make these mods, and with all due respect to them, they have absolutely no creativity when actually coming to describe yeah. it. It's like, when I do my weapons, I try and emulate uh, not only in terms of title and description and in, like, actual, like, you know, config. I actually try and emulate vanilla weapons as much as possible in terms of, in terms of looks, because, I mean, fucking, why not? <laughs> you know, you got to have mm. that style. And... I don't like the fact that, you know, some people, like, you know, they'll put these really long fucking descriptions and I'm in the same boat as you, Max. I just see that shit and I'm like... <laughs> I, I picked up one gun before, right? And I, I picked up... I didn't know what the gun was. I didn't know what caliber it took. So we usually yes. I go and check the description of the gun. Yes. This description had two different wars the gun was in. It was telling me about where it was manufactured... Didn't have the ammo caliber in there at all. How many like, no fucking times do you pick is. up a gun and it doesn't say the ammo caliber and it annoys yeah. the yes, crap this... out of me? Yeah. I, I want to know how to use this gun. I don't want to know where what it's fucking it come from. What it was, war it was or... in. I'm here <laughs> yeah. to play a game, not read a yeah. fucking novel. Yeah. <laughs> all right? You know, if yeah. I wanted to read a novel, you I'd make that. a book mod. You look at the vanilla guns. <laughs> That's exactly how they are. I mean, not as bad, but yeah. I think but the like, bow just had the right arm of the free world uh, written about it. Yeah. yeah that's funny. I, I mean, I, that, that's tasteful. That's nice. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But, just, uh, but the, the name again, of the gun, the caliber, and then who it's meant by, that's all you need. 
Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That, that, that simple and plain people read it. They go, oh, it's meant by that. And then they'll remember that name of the person who made it. And if it's good quality and it's just a little subtle little thing, like it's cali- or name of the gun, caliber, then their name at the end of it. No big, like, this is my mod. Look at my name. It's just, you know, same font size as everything else. Perfect. It's kind of just like a little signature and like a piece of artwork or when you yeah. just make like any kind of work, you just, it's a little signature. There's nothing wrong with that. It's People not in your likely. face. It's, yeah. it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, you know, like it doesn't get in your face. It doesn't get in the way. It's just, it's just there. It's just there. And it's just like, yeah. okay, cool. And you know who to talk to if there's something wrong with the mod. Yep. This like on 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 our on our server in XDK, like I've got many criticisms of the stuff that we use. It's good, but it could be better. I don't fucking know. I don't at first face value. I don't know who to talk to about that kind of stuff. I have mm-hmm. to actually go through our mod list, and 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 try and find that particular item, and then be like, okay. I know what to talk to. I know who to talk to about what. Kind that's a of thing that's a good point there. Add the mod that um, add the mod that. that it's a part of the pack of, uh, because when you are playing on one of these mods where there's you know maybe four or five different item uh, mods attached, which item is that from? That's a very good point, mate. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could, it's, you, it's could like... put, you could put the name of the gun, the caliber, the name of the mod, and then it's who it's made by. Mm. And that would work either, you know. Yep. So you have all the information there, a little bit of text job done. Yeah, Simple exactly. Stuff. And it's it's and that that could easily work as well. And it's like, you know, the, there's many servers out there that use duplicate. Like they'll use mm-hmm. they'll use so many weapon mods, and the weapon like some weapon mods they'll share the same weapon. Sorry, just quickly, like, uh, just quickly. Can you can you put both your hands like that? Oh, it's gone. Dead image. Um, dump gra. You, you need to make it look like you were holding the uh, two axes or the axe and the uh, pickaxe when that screen comes up, mate, and put it on a Viking face for us. <laughs> Do that again. Do that again. <laughs> and now, now you've got to act like you're scared because there's a bear behind you. But, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> When it, when it comes down to it, it's like, um, you know, the, some, like I said, some weapon mods will use the same weapons across the board. And yep. that makes the problem even worse because it's like mm-hmm. you, you want to talk to you want to talk to a mod creator about, say, for example, their own HK417. And your server might have like three or four different versions so of the same mods gun. From that gun. And it's, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. can you like just normal Wikipedia articles just. Just the necessary information, please, so I can talk to you and get this shit sorted out because it's ridiculous. Yeah. What? What? Because I know a lot of these modders. I think probably most of them would be um, given out. Like a lot of modders would give out when they would um, <coughs> say, "Oh, nobody's donating to my pay. Nobody's donating to my mod. Nobody's donating to my PayPal." Yada yada. Maybe what you need to do is go back into your mod you'll go through your mod make sure everything's clean neat like if say you have a weapons mod for example um you go into that weapons mod if it's if the textures on that gun look terrible if the descriptions are half an article if you don't have your paypal linked on or in your bio somewhere and you're given out about people not donating to your mod i'm not going to donate to a mod that's like that if it's got shitty textures and default gun sounds and has articles of information and doesn't give exactly. the it's easy like information. It's like, I'm not even going to bother. If it's a poor product, 
why 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 like pay it much attention? Unironically, yeah. fix your mod. Yeah. Fix that, your mod. That, that's what it comes down to when it comes down to stuff like that. It's like yes, the functionality might be there, but at the end of the at the end of the day, there's there's plenty of like gun mods and armor mods that have come out like a year or so ago. And whereas yes, they get regular updates, the quality doesn't increase it stays the same as you know what daisy was back then and and it's an absolute shame like i was having a look at a couple of mods and you know because i wanted to get a little bit of inspiration of where to go because i want to create my own like armor mod myself you know for x to k and you know for the public and i didn't realize how unoptimized this particular mod was and it was it was ridiculous and it was like like do you not like I don't want to shit on other modders because that's not what I'm here to do, but it's like you you got to have that you got to have like that own what's the word I'm looking for? Um your own quality standards. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, Mark's like you know, if you if you make a video, you've 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 you know, you've recorded it, you've edited it, you've rendered it, and then you watch it before you upload it and you think, is this even a good video? And if it's not a good That's video, what... I can guarantee that you, you'll fucking scrap it. You'll just fucking scrap the video. You'll not do that... it, and you'll do another one. I, even though I still uploaded it, that's <laughs> the exact thing I said when I made the horse video. Exactly. Even while making it's it, like... I went, this is shit, but people are begging for horses, so I have to kind <laughs> of upload it. it. <laughs> He's <You know>? doing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you got to have that own quality standards. It's like, yeah. like, there's been so many times where I've started a mod project, and I've just stopped because I've either lost interest... Well, I just think it's fucking shit. I just think it's terrible. And you know, it's and that's that's the kind of thing. It's like you you've got to have that. You got you got to ensure that when you make a product, make a mod, a video, whatever. That's a part of your portfolio. That's what people yeah. will see and think of when they when they see your name. And you it's make like good you know, the items, the donations, and the comments and the love and all that will follow. We just have exactly. to make that good policy like, stuff. Exactly. It's like when you, when you think of mass, you think of MMIO immediately. When you think of Boydie, like from my experience, you just you think of the podcast. When you think of Dumpgrad, yeah. you think of Metallurgy and the Ammo Making mod. When you think mm -hmm. of Marks, you think of the, you know, obviously your YouTube channel. When you think of me, I, pff, fuck knows. <laughs> I think but of the light it, in the it, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I really need to fix that update. Jesus, <laughs> but like it, 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 it all it all comes down together. All, sorry for rambling, but that's that's kind of like what. No, what I agree with you. I I hundred percent agree with you. Like, there's so many you could browse through the weapons, just the weapons. Now I'm just kind of based off weapons mods in this game. Eighty percent of them might be bad quality, mm -hmm. and there's probably twenty percent of them that like the models are lovely. They have custom sounds, reload animations are really yes. nice, yeah. and they're the ones that are going to grab people's attention, and they're the ones people are going to want to donate to. They're the ones people like me are going to want to make videos on. But if you have yeah. these crappy mods and they're bad quality, and the textures are low resolution, and they have you know you shoot a HK four sixteen in game and it shoots the M four sound, it's like really. Yes. Whereas like it's, other, it's, it's yeah, just, it's really annoying. But yeah, it's it's like when I've when I done um, weapons when I'm redoing weapons for mass because I'm I'm I kind of I'm doing that now apparently, and and I done weapons for um for like massonized mod the massive mod and when I've done weapons for New Dawn. I always mm -hmm. try and make sure that I do custom sounds because yeah. if you're gonna make a mod, if you're gonna make a gun, 
a unit gun that's not in the game. You gotta go the full fucking. You gotta go the full. Oh yeah. You, you can't. You yeah. can't just like half ass in some aspects. You know, it's like I research the real life counterparts. I re I research the muzzle velocity. I research like it's it's rate of fire. I research the materials. I research a lot of shit when I make the gun, like in in terms of like the config, and 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 it shows like. You know, the AVS-36, for example, it's a World War II uh, Russian automatic weapon, kind of preceding the SVT-40. It's full auto, shoots 762x54, 20-round box mag, and goes like that. It's fucking instant. It's OP as shit, and nobody uses it. <laughs> and it pisses me the fuck off. Whereas you got a PKM. Yeah, it's because... PKM as a 200 round magnet it's kind of a more modern weapon I think a yes. lot of people and it's the same with people are kind of getting sick of seeing all these World War 2 weapons and Not that type of era weapons the same with just games in general people mm -hmm. are just kind of bit of night of it bit bored of it because it's been just overdone so much you know that way so I think yeah. people are always looking for the more modern weapons the more that look really cool and yeah people just like that more it seems yeah, it's it's like you know with with the weapon mod that I want to end up doing, I want to have a perfect mix of modern, dated, and like civilian weapons because you know when it comes down to it, uh, you know Daisy, you know it's got a healthy amount of weapons all around the board, but y y civilian weapons they're just not on the same level as military, and it's a no. shame, but. With, a, with the mod that I have in mind, I want to kind of like somewhat level the playing field where obviously the favorite is going to be military, but when you use certain civilian weapons, you're going to have a good fucking chance. You're going to have a really good chance. and it'll, There'll be some benefits over the military, but it all comes down to obviously the creator itself, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so... Mods, yeah. Mod talk. <laughs> mods! Mods talk, <laughs> yes! <laughs> In, in fact, I I want to I want to quickly show you guys something because I know there's a couple of people from XDK watching because Calf decided to be like, hey everyone, lads on. So and this will be really interesting. So we've been working on concept for a map, a new map for XDK, and actually, we decided to. That sorry, yes. just to interrupt you, but I was just actually I. Was meant to talk about so when we were talking about the hive mod is that something you're thinking of doing for xdk so you can switch between all the maps and no no because the map itself like all the different like mini maps they're all part of the same yeah. map so we don't need to do something oh, like that okay fresh fresh i get you but yeah so this is the concept this is obviously like really small when it comes down to it but it's a comparison these hallways if I can find the player character, I've got it here somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, he's, he's somewhere around here. Um, yeah, so this is going to be completely underground, or underground. And um, you're going to be, like, in certain spots, you're going to be, like, that's where you'll spawn in when you use the passport to get into the area. Um, ideally, everything's going to be pitch black, so you're going to have to have some kind of light source, like night vision, flashlights, glow sticks, whatever. And... It's going to have the best loot, but it's also going to have infected. It's going to have strong yeah. infected, and it's going to be very claustrophobic. And one of the ways that you can get out an extract is that you have to find the generator, you have to fix it up. Once it's fixed, you turn it on. Then you find the key card, 
And then once you find the key card, you go into this section, you activate the uh, the elevator, and then you get move all the way up here, and this is where you extract above that's the cool. ground. Yeah, that's yeah so cool, that's yeah. that's what ends um, this section here. So you'll see that there's a couple of shafts um, going up. So these will be like little uh, elevator shafts, but the elevators will be broken, so you you have to be like risky and you have to take a ladder. Um, but this is like this will be like an underground train, um, like a little underground railway going here. And this will probably be one of the areas where you can start in, and you have to progress. Like you have to progress through the complex. So instead of like you know from what Flatlands is from west to east all Piscean Mountain Resort from south to north, you literally have to go from down to up to progress. Mm. And since it's going to be claustrophobic and it's going to be infected, it's going to be very difficult, at least in my idea. Right yeah. now, like I said, it's in the concept phase, um, so there'll be more additions or stuff taken out of this kind of like layout, but that's what we've kind of got going for. This won't be done until way, way later on in next decade development. But it's something for players to look forward to. I just wanted to kind That's of show that off because why the fuck idea. not? Yeah. Yes, we just need to get. <clears throat> we it just does. Want to try watched Steezy sign in chat. You're a madman, lad. That looks insane. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, I am. I'm fucking crazy. We we just want. In Would order you not back the hottest chick in the world like Marks? Fuck that! I can't be us. <laughs> Do you think I have time for that? No. <laughs> um, but the, the one thing that we want to try and do is we want to try and get permission from Sumrek to use the um, the coding that he uses for Namask for the underground sections. That's the key component to the whole thing. Once we have that, then we can start development. We don't want to go in and just... I don't see an issue with that. If he can use it for a non-official... Um, server, then it should be allowed for others to use. Exactly. It's like we we, we just want that permission because we we don't want to steal the code. We don't want just we, we don't want to just take it because that's obviously that's just not who's that going to benefit? Nobody. We'll eventually get asked to take it down, and then the whole map will have to be fucking scrapped or whatever. But if we can't get permission, then we're obviously going to have to try and make our own. And we've got some really talented scripters on the team as well. Mm. And, you know, so we'll, we'll see how how it goes from there. Um, but, you know, like I said, we, we, we don't we don't want to steal anything from anyone because that's just that's just going to ruin the reputation of ourselves. Yep. And fuck that noise. <laughs> you know, there's no point. So but we're just waiting here back from him see what uh, what goes on calf has been doing some amazing stuff with um the terrain he's been you know i don't want to say too much on it because it's going to be fucking very nice i've been loving the updates and he's also been teaching me terrain builder so i've been doing little things here and there so hopefully like map development get up uh, up a little bit more i would like to say we're coming close to our beta phase but we'll just have to see. I know, Max, you'll probably be a little bit more excited about that um, because the servers will be up 24-7 from that point on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's going to be really, really fucking cool. But don't mean to derail the podcast to talk no, about no. XDK. But Mate, it's, what, it's what we're here for. If you, guys, if you guys are doing this um, 
you know, pretty much a matter of the graciousness of your heart and your love of the community. The, the least you can do is shill some of the stuff um, that you're working on <laughs> uh, and passionate about. I have no yes. – and if anyone does have a problem, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of time and effort goes into this show. Um, the least you can do is, you know, marks of his highlight videos and you with um, promoting mm-hmm. something that you're passionate about. That's the least we can fucking do to help you guys. Um, exactly exactly in fact it's like there's one thing that we're developing in terms of medical that i'm going to be giving out to new dawn as well so if you don't want to play on x decay and that kind of style you can play in new dawn and you can have that unique um item as well and you know don't i've shown you it as well it's it's fucking nice it's really really cool and it'll add functionality theoretically for toxic mods so that'll be really really nice uh addition now oh dubgrade you wanted to say something Oh, it just looked like you were about to say something. No? Okay. Um, we've got a bit of housekeeping uh, to do before we wind the show up, folks. Um, on a personal note, um, I just need to let you guys know that um, uh, you can thank Marks and Lad in particular and a few other people who were kind enough to reach out to me because over the last couple of weeks I've been waning a bit in my enthusiasm, wasn't I, Marks, to put it bluntly? Um, you know, I was starting to get a bit drained by, um, you know, I'm usually up at 4am every morning on a Sunday and doing the podcast and yeah. um, just, it just, it it was, it was starting to get a bit, um, bit of a drain uh, doing it. You know, the enthusiasm yeah. was lacking. But um, Marks mm-hmm. in particular come up with some good ideas and suggestions for me and um, people finally convinced me. Sorry, Brim and Foxy uh, for not listening to you guys back when we first started the show. Uh, but to to start a separate channel to differentiate the Boydie 73 stuff from the uh, podcast stuff. Um, so going on in forward, it looks like um, no one said that there's been any issues with connections wise. It looks like this format has worked. We'll be multi-streaming on Facebook, on YouTube and on Twitch all at the same time. Um, Streamlabs Prime has a really good system where all of the chat comes up in one stream for me. Um, so going forward, um, we may be looking at the frequency of them. Uh, Marx has suggested we might be doing a Thursday episode or a Wednesday episode, depending on what day it is where you come out uh, for the 1.13 release. Um, I think that's a good idea, just to talk solely about 1.13, nothing else, no yeah. other topics. They, they, it would be those episodes would be only when updates come out, and they would be an hour long, maybe. You know, yeah. just something quick and yeah. short that just kind of we're hoping to maybe. Get someone like Scotty on again, you know, so he can answer some chat questions. Or just you know, it'd be great if we could get Sumrak or one of the other devs on. Anyone, yeah, anyone at all would be great from the team, but uh, that's what we're thinking of. So maybe on Tuesday there might be an episode, but we're not 100% sure yet. But mm-hmm. we should okay, leave you know. Sorry, Dom. Yeah. So you probably mm. can get a meet on easily. Mm. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. We'll, we're going to reach out these... and uh, see. It would probably be better to do it the day after the update hits because by that time there's a lot of mods that are in the process of getting fixed for 1.13. So obviously we'll see what happens there. I don't Plus know. I, I don't know. I think that might be more of um, the normal scheduled episode to talk about how the rollout went. I think what Marx hmm. is aiming more for is just one that's focused totally on that patch, what's in that patch. Okay. Like even in my mind, I'm thinking of maybe a time to do it is 
when the servers are down to have the um, patch uploaded. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're still talking about it, um, but yeah. more talking about how it impacts on mods because that's a PC-specific thing. Um, I think just talking about the actual patch um, because a lot of console viewers are starting to watch the show now as well um, mm-hmm. is probably more just focusing on the patch itself. Yes, of course. That's, that's fair. Like, I, I get that reason. Mm-hmm. So we'll. I think latest will probably be Monday evening before we'll get anything, but we'll even know on Twitter and so on uh, if yeah. there is going to be a show the following day. But yeah, you'll know. Now, for those time. of you watching, um, I don't know if this is coming across on um, YouTube as well, but I know it works on Twitch. But one of the things I want to try and make it a bit more fun here as well. Um, and something I put out a tweet earlier this week as well, asking people for classic Daisy related sound bites, and this is one of them that um, I've added already. No, it's not going to work. If someone else could try typing that in chat, um, it's a bit buggy, but I did add a thousand points to everyone. If you just type in redeem weeks, um, but not months, we're talking weeks. There we go, there it just worked. Uh, did you guys actually hear that? Not months, we're talking weeks. Uh, Eugene saying that. Um, yes. But you, so you guys did hear that as well? Yeah, I heard it. Good, good. Um, so, yeah. Um, the, save your points now, guys. Save your points. Um, but... Um, yeah, that will be, um, you know, so that at certain moments, um, yeah, whether it be, um, you know, classic shit talk, like I'm thinking of adding Fubar Bundy when he came in that episode, and are you talking trash? Are you talking shit? <laughs> um, just little classic podcast-related and Daisy-related sound bites that uh, uh, people can use their points on to you know, have a bit of a laugh and that, because as much as we do get serious here from time to time, um, as evidenced um, by our conversation today on Marks and Supermodels, we do like to have a laugh as well. <laughs> you know I'm never going to let that go now either. Yeah, the worst part is you didn't even do anything. You didn't even do anything. You just, you're just the butt of the joke, unfortunately, in this case, mate. So, yeah. Mark's the womanizer. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and we did put a tweet out as well. Guys, we want your feedback. I think part of the problem I've had with the podcast is, you know, pr- primarily this has been uh, my creation with the input of some other amazing people Jacob Mango, Dewan, um, Foxy, um, Brimstone, Wee Devil, um, and so on, the rest of the crew, Archie and uh, Val. Um, But we need your feedback, folks. We need you guys to let us know what we should be doing, what we should be adding, what we shouldn't be doing. Um, I know we tend to waffle a bit. I think we waffled a bit this episode, but um, we just can't help ourselves, can we, Marks? We love Daisy. We love talking about it. Yeah, it's always good to have a chat about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just cut out two minutes. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, so just give us any feedback in the Discord, on Twitter, wherever. Um, but yeah, um, folks, that is it for this week. Um, next week we have Lieutenant Scourge and um, Click Daddy Oz coming on. 
Um, so I'm quite excited for that one. Lieutenant Scourge in particular, um, and Click Daddy, he's another Australian. Um, but yeah, what happened to Archie? I've heard rumors that Archie might be coming back soon. I really hope so because his guide videos were some of the best made for DayZ. Funny, informative, um, no bullshit. He got right to the point. They were just fucking awesome. I miss that guy, and he's a fucking master base raider too, isn't he? But yeah, uh, Mark, thank you so so much. Pleasure as always, Pleasure my as man. Always. Yeah, Dumpgrass, thank you for jumping in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Nah, you're welcome, mate. And lad, we've lost your camera um, and I think audio, mate. But um, thank you so so much for coming in as well, ladies and gentlemen. We are done for episode 68. Thank you all so, so much. I think the new format worked quite well. I had roughly the same average viewers. So, yeah, I think it's been a win. Um, whether we stick with Facebook or not, don't know. Um, it does put a bit of um, uh, pressure on my poor old PC and Australian internet, multi-streaming to three services, but it seems to have worked. And Dumpgrow, I've got to talk to you about how you set up that sweet little uh, rotating overlay behind, mate. I think that would look a lot better than my dirty aircon and a vacuum in the background and a basket full of cables. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> All the best, everyone, and we will see you next week. Maybe earlier in the week. Uh, Marks and I will continue talking about that for a special yep. 1.13 um, update episode if we can do that. Oh, he's back, yes. lad. Hello, sorry, my my audio software is fucking annoying. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, now we're just winding up, mate. All the best. Thank you for coming on, as always. And um, yeah, I like cables too, Johnny Bravo. I I I, <laughs> I can't throw fucking cables away. I hate throwing away cables because you just always in the back. I've got cables from fucking the old iPads. Uh, those big fucking uh, clicky things and just I just keep them in case you ever have a cable break but uh, I can't throw them out <laughs> but yeah all the best everyone and I'll see you next week ciao for now guys see you next week. Okay. my heart lay